Okay, so you see Marcus snap up. Every muscle becomes tense, and you hear the the chains strain. You know they sent you as a joke, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and the joke's on them, because I am taking this very serious. Yes, 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 you are suffering things. I know, I know. But how are we suffering the consequences? Because there is a dead body. But no one's dead here. Everyone is accounted for. And something with immense strength actually punched right through the sternum. And as it's, as it's chewing it down, the head now lifeless. As it's chewing it down, you start hearing almost like a chant coming from See, think, see, think, see, think, see, think. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fanable.com role-playing podcast with your host and GM, Jesus Rodriguez. And today we're going to be playing another session of A Call of Metropolis. Yeah! Yeah! Death and Despair! Once, once we have our Kickstarter going, we can afford to insert laugh tracks <laughs> and stuff. Have a little soundboard. Yeah. Ah, then paint. Ah, ah, <laughs> Why is there only two buttons on the soundboard? <laughs> it's all I know. We didn't raise that much so. for the Kickstarter. <laughs> That's so Byron. That's a- Really? That's, <laughs> that's really? so Byron. I love it, man. That's what we're going to call this. <laughs> so, so, See, that, that's, the episode, that, that's our session's name. That's so Byron. No, no, no. Fuck you. All right. Wow. Yeah, what is that so Byron? So like you see somebody so passed rated. out in the, uh, <laughs> in the gutter, pants around their ankles, reeking of opium, yeah, old woman oh, just shaking her head as she walks by. That is that's so Byron. Byron. That's that's so so Byron. Byron. Wait, wait, that, that is Byron. <laughs> <laughs> Factually, that is Byron. So we got to help him out. Yes. That is so Byron. <laughs> that is so Byron. <laughs> that's not Byron. That is so Byron. <laughs> After our last adventure... All right. Mm. After a last adventure on the train with some very friendly Thorps, our team is finally headed to Thorps. Thorps, sorry, Thorps. Uh, headed in the direction of. Uh, they're actually taking a cart towards the massive, massive zeppelin of the Great Prussian Empire to take on their voyage towards uh, Prussia. Where else would they really go? Honestly, uh, basic, so basically, you're on the cart with Danzig and his and Sophia. For some odd reason, uh. Sophia's just really that's his name, Danzig. Oh, Dan, not Danzig. No, no, no. Anyway, sorry. Just so you know, I'm picturing the guy from like uh, Street Fighting. Whenever you talk about Danzig, him, Danzig, yeah, Danzig, yeah. You know. He grabs you, spins you in the air. Oh, Zangief, Zangief. That's, that's it. It's, no, I'm Zangief. picturing Zangief. That is not what he looks like. But gray, gray bear, gray bear. He, he's a massive dude. Yet he looks, you know, like he knows how to talk to people. Yeah. Walks around and just takes care of uh, and shorts. And, 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 so it is that guy. So yeah. I was going, like, is this the same geese that was in yes. Wreck-It Ralph? Yes. Yes. Just because he's a bad guy does not mean he's, he's a bad, bad guy. guy. Who kill men with thighs? Fresh <laughs> <laughs> man's heads like robin eggs with eyes. <laughs> okay. Which then makes you question why he needs a bodyguard at all. But yeah, there's Sophia there. And for some other reason, more Sophia is just looking at you oddly, almost menacingly. You don't have no idea why. Oh, bitch, please. <laughs> you to look at me menacingly, I'll look at her menacingly. We're going to have stare off. Oh, my God. Uh, by the way, you took all my dice, so I'm just going to take some of this. All the dice. Stare. All of the dice. So me and Zangief are looking at each other with our eyebrows raised like, which one will win? <laughs> <laughs> eyebrows raising so high. Can't right. So what, what is the role It's going to be Will. Which, uh, conveniently, I get to add a bunch of stuff to. Yep. Yep. All right. She has 13. And, uh, 18. She starts to sweat a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that is really unnerving. Oh, so we're all on the same carriage? Yeah, we're like, all on the same carriage heading off. So it's a very big carriage. So is uh, Adele with us as well? Are you taking Adele with you? 
Oh, actually, you're right. You t- you're taking Adele with you and everybody else. All right. Yeah. Then well, I'm, I'm going to say two separate carriages. Then one with you two, and then one with. Uh, shouldn't we leave Adele to actually look over the well, really should, expensive yeah. like yeah, stuff? Somebody, somebody so who's staying over? Uh, At, because I don't think we established this last time. Last time so. Adele came with us on the train. Uh-huh. Yeah, but Marcus yeah. would would lobby pretty hard to yeah, say. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I have no tonight. problems leaving Adele to take care of like things. I think it's okay. I think it's Adele and Penny Black. They're having a girls' night. <laughs> yeah. Marcus, most Mar- scary. Okay, so I would I would Marcus definitely say that Marcus has said like no, you know Adele needs to Adele needs to stay. Like it's too dangerous for her. She's like she you know she's a nurse. She doesn't even have a gun. And then and then the professor's like you're right. She's going to stay with Penny Black. Like. Wait a second, maybe we could use her. <laughs> I can see them having like a girls' night, like in the, them in their PJs, and they're just talking with the professor. When he cuts into the pituitary gland, it's just oh. like, oh my god! <laughs> and like, and, and like, Penny Black has like those giant retainers on, like the, the <laughs> what, what are those? Yeah, the yeah the uh, the 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 dental retainers that yeah. they like wrap around the back of the head. Oh my <laughs> gosh, he's so awesome! <laughs> oh my god, I can actually pink. imagine that. Yeah. As you start, so so basically, it's just you four in the carriage along with Zen, Denzi and uh, Sophia. Fire. Uh, by the way, uh, this is my day three of uh, actually not taking uh, opium. I just made my willpower roll. Mm-hmm. I have to make every three days. I have to make a, a willpower roll of fourteen, or else I get. I have to do some of my juice. When at what point, like with with real here's, the, here, here's here 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 is the Did thing. Did you bring um, the juice? Uh, I didn't. I, okay, I didn't. So Wait, could you tell listeners that you decided to? Why yeah, sure. You decided uh, to, uh, uh, right now, Byron. Uh, no one knows this, but Byron's stopping uh, opium, and uh, he's stopping having sex with random girls and eating fine food. And it, it's because away yeah. <laughs> it, no, here's the thing. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Kind of like he just found out it was his fault. His brother's dead. So basically, he's like, okay. What most people would say, like, I give up on life. I just do whatever I want and have unsafe sex. Byron's like, I've already been doing that. That's not a punishment. That's what I. That's a Tuesday. Yep. So he's actually like, you know, no, you're not allowed doing drugs. No, you're not allowed having being with women. And no, you're not allowed, you know, having nice things because you killed your brother. And this is not a punishment. So, uh, yeah, we actually play my opium addiction like it's a level three. I just realized when I was mm-hmm. going through that. No, yeah. it's not. It's, it's not. not it's, a le- it's a level one. Like, as mm-hmm. in, like, every three days I get the hankering. And if I can't do it, I get grumpy. Okay, but I'm fine with playing it like yeah. bullshit. Like, I, addiction mm-hmm. actually doesn't get bad until level three. Yeah, I, I mean I've got a level two. At one point, like I think level. Th- I remember like the first campaign when you're like the guys like, would you like some opium? And I had to make that will rat roll. Uh, that's supposed to happen when you're level three. Like oh. being around opium. Like level two, you can actually say no, I can hold off because it'll make me look bad. Mm-hmm. But I'm just gonna go in the corner and smoke some opium. Level three, you're like. Yes, please. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I'm fine with there. Might be, there might be like a flaw or something that you could take to 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 up my addiction thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, honestly, I'm 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 okay with role playing the idea of his, uh, as we go along, me not looking too well, okay. me being sicker. You know, I now, have been this doing. is a permanent thing. You're gonna just stay focused on for a while, though. Like, like I'm because, gonna try because the way I see it, like if you can like go away, because eventually with any addiction, like if you stay away from it long enough, have the willpower to do so, it may decrease. Mm-hmm. Slightly. So basically, if we do like two weeks or three weeks worth of rolls, that difficulty may go from fourteen to twelve. Okay. As things go, of course. No, and yeah. also, I, there's a rules getting rid of your corruption, but then you have to replace it or something. I already know. Well, you have to replace it. Or I, I think you don't have to, but I think it's kind of implied that you should. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm okay. I'm. All, I would probably go with a driven one of the driven Makes uh, sense. corruptions. Okay. But basically, Byron right now he's looking a little bit more, uh, a little bit more focused. Would Mora know about this? Myra doesn't know. Maybe I mean, I'm going to assume she she would she would notice. Give me a witch roll, please. Uh, difficult difficulty eleven. You know Myra before. Difficulty eleven. Just a difficulty eleven. Shit. Yes. Got it. Yeah. yeah. I, he, he, he is, Moira. 
Okay, he is not. He is not. He, he's not high right now. What would you, what'd you get exactly? Um, let's see. Twelve, pl- yeah. uh, thirteen plus whatever. Yeah, uh, fifteen. Fifteen. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's not acting like himself. You can tell that much. I'm gonna say with that, you're, you're pretty sure he's not on his opium. Also, it probably doesn't smell like opium. Oh, yeah. I mean, if a smoker yeah. stops smoking, the first thing you notice about them is that they don't smell like smoking more. Yeah. Okay. Right. Like too. But of course, I'm not going to say anything yeah, yeah. in present company. Right. You're not on your opium? <laughs> uh, I don't know what she's talking about. And you're not visiting hookers? She just throws down her giant hat and leaves. <laughs> oh, why am I even here? <laughs> just walks out of the what do you need me for? So Byron, yeah, he's just, uh, he's just looking outside the window, spinning his pipe. Okay. Uh, then, as you start approaching the massive, massive Zeppelin that's floating in the air, uh, the elevators... You see wires pulled down and slowly an elevator starts to stretch down. Oh, isn't that fancy? Oh, yes. The Find, and for the German listeners, I'm going to mispronounce a lot of German stuff. I'm sorry. The Find Totten, and that sounded kind of French. What are the yeah, that was French. Yeah, yeah, no. The Find Totten. Find Totten. Oh, God, that's going to sound so horrible. You know what? You know, you know what you came for. The Find Totten. You don't come to Fandible for our spot on accents. Yes. The Find Totten is. One of the biggest fleet ships, fleets. One of the biggest ships in our fleet. One thousand feet long, two hundred feet in diameter. The undercarriage, as you see below, about four hundred and fifty feet. Same for the one on top. It is a beautiful machine, really. Um, just give uh, people some perspective. Listening in, the Hindenburg was about only eight hundred and fifty feet. This thing is massive. Oh man, the Hindenburg would do really well. So this one is going to go even further. Yeah. Is it, I, I think that the actual uh, translation of Fin de Toten is Titanic. Byron <laughs> <laughs> right. just kind of nods his head, okay. and uh, oh, this looks like it's going to be quite the adventure. Oh yes, on this ship we should be over there. Uh, the top speed usually about 135 kilometers per hour, but today we're just going to go as maybe 90, 100, so. We should be there in about a little, a little less than a day. Uh, uh, Byron whistles at that as we pull up towards the elevator. Okay. And you pull up the elevator. Like, Man was never meant to move that fast. This is an abomination. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can take the train again. You know, I bet they uh, fixed the, um, the, fix the, the rails by now. Can you imagine? I mean, if you fell from this height... What it would do to your body, the way every single organ would rupture upon hitting the ground, I, it would be fascinating to explore. Byron's just staring at you. <laughs> you see Denzi go like, this is your doctor? I, uh, I put my pipe in my mouth and quickly stop, and it's like, we'll be fine, I'm sure they have rails and nets to stop. It would stop. be like a one-stop <laughs> Everything would be just all out. Moira. Quite efficient. Moira, please. <laughs> Moira gives the doctor a look that's saying, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying uh, maybe Marcus. He, if anybody would survive it. Oh, oh. I don't oh, believe you know the ship can carry enough alcohol to make that... To make that likely. Okay, here we go. Uh, I'm out. I get out of the carriage and I'm walking straight towards the... Is there any way that we can have a cruising altitude of like 20 feet? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Pat's Marcus is like, it's all right, I'll put you back together. <laughs> I have a staple gun. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, it's it's basically a uh, like a service elevator size elevator. Inside is like a guy in a nice suit, just like with a switch, uh, some sort of lever getting ready to that. You will bring the elevator back up just waiting. Welcome inside. 
Uh, well, I'll have to give a pressure this. They do know how to do, make an entrance, sir. Uh, very, they always uh, do, sir. They always do. Very accommodating. Thank you. Uh, Willard! Willard! Bags! Bags! Okay. Stop staring. It's a balloon. Congratulations. It's so big. Yes, and so is my luggage. Come on, bring it forward. Did you... What? Huh? Oh, no, Marcus wouldn't make a dick joke. <laughs> Marcus has class. <laughs> I'm not saying that's what she said. I'm just saying. That's what she said. Right. <laughs> So yeah. So, by the way, Willard is coming with me because goddammit, I paid a, I paid points for a servant. <laughs> uh huh. So he's coming with me. The question is, will he survive? Well, I paid for a servant. You yes, you did. Bitch. I mean, yes, I, you paid for a servant. Not it doesn't have to be the same servant. Not necessarily the one called Willard. <laughs> well, you know what? If you want to kill a thirteen-year-old boy, that's on your consciousness. Motherfucker. Uh. Now you know why he's thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna, he's gonna be the he's gonna be the Mary Sue of the group. That's gonna happen. He's just gonna be like uh, yeah, you know, that, or he's our Hakeem. Yeah, uh, so honestly, I view him more as the kid from uh, Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow, Johnny Depp. Uh, like, sorry, uh, I, I drank that memory away. <laughs> I can love Sleepy Hollow, man. That's all right. Great. That's all right. Where was I? All right, certain horrible memories of Sleepy Hollow in my head. Um, uh, yeah. So basically, he starts slowly moving up, slowly rising up. So many feet up into the elevator. Yeah, I just roll. Uh, Byron closes. If anybody looks at me, Byron, you see Byron. His eyes are closed the entire time, just mm-hmm. taking slow breaths as he's trying not to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not going to freak out, but he this okay. is, clearly Byron has the thing about heights. Okay. Yeah, if Marcus doesn't seem pleased with this uh, either. He uh, is holding his rosaries pretty tight mm-hmm. and mu- mu- muttering, excuse me, to himself. Okay. Now, you notice as you're going up, you couldn't bring everything into that small elevator. That's where you're like carry on luggage. <laughs> All the important stuff is going to the other side of the undercarriage, towards the back entrance. Right. To the back entrance. Like, it's, a, it's basically an even bigger elevator to load up all that stuff. Willard, be, Willard will be going that route. Are you sure? <laughs> that's you know, because that's, that's honestly for luggage, and, like massive luggage and stuff, like not for people. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Then, yes. <laughs> <laughs> then, yes. He, just put him in the suitcase. He's, he's actually an accessory. <laughs> dress up like this. <laughs> Fucking aristocrats, they have that shit. Like, an aristocrat with a limp. Mm-hmm. They have, like, all their servants walk with a limp, or they break their, like, legs, so they all walk with a limp. So it's it's not a defect, it's it's a fashion statement. Oh, my gosh. It's a quality. It's, yeah, it's yeah. crazy shit. If you decide to break 13-year-old boy's leg, I will kill you. Oh, no, well, yeah. it's just hopelessly addicted to... Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, that makes perfect sense, yeah. Now he's going through withdrawal, because I, if I can't get it, no, neither can you. <laughs> I hate you, sir. Why would you make me start smoking at a young age? But we're quitting together. <laughs> so it's Victorian England, young man. 13 is old enough to own land. But I need you to go to my AA meeting. Make me convince please. <laughs> All right, so uh, and I'm tired and I'm a horrible, horrible human being. <laughs> <laughs> here are the times when I'm most vulnerable. You said assassins here and here. Okay, I'm all right. <laughs> and we're going up and we're rising. Yeah. You're right. We probably need to edit better. <laughs> As we you go up, the doors opens up and you see. And before you is a uh, basically a, we can essentially say is a waiting area, a place where one or two. What, you're just assumed to be service. You can note. You, actually, you'll say you can notice they seem less service, more military men. More I notice this, sir. Hmm? I'm gonna say, well, anyone with military experience. 
or like yeah. fighting spirits. I think you guys are the bodyguards. Yeah, the bodyguards. You, 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 you both of you two. Yeah, they, I'm sure the doctor and me are just like he was thinking like I can put tentacles on everything. And yeah. I was thinking like oh, yeah, they like have the stance Marcus, of military yeah, men. Marcus and I are the sort of people who are you know either by training or by nature we pay attention. <laughs> we pay true. attention to how other people like who's going to be the threat in the room, and yes. anyone that's not standing like a servant is going to attract yeah. attract yeah. attention. The same to us. same thing for the guy that was on Elevate. Obviously, military stance of sorts. So basically, yeah, they're acting as servants, but... Mm. Any uh, visible weapons on them? Nothing visible, no. Can I do a... Great, we attack. <laughs> <laughs> they forgot the weapons. Nice. Who does that? Well, the military is that disappointing. Difficulty at 14. <laughs> uh, 6, 9... Uh, nope. You notice nothing. Uh, what Eleven. is this, visual? Uh, yeah, perception. Okay. Yes. Bop. Uh, yeah, you got it. 17, 17 starting out. Yeah, 17 starting out. All the knives. They have knives? They have knives. All of the knives. All of the knives. You're sure one of them has mm-hmm. probably has a, a very small hidden pistol. Nice. Alright. It just looks like Marcus is looking uh, <clears throat> looking people up and down. Um, but he's a dump here. He's probably thinking about eating them or something. Okay. Who's checking out where the liquor is stored? <laughs> wow. Nice. It's going to be a long flight. Yeah. <laughs> so we see, yeah, you're in a very small waiting area, basically to offload people into the area. And Danzi goes ahead and explains, like, okay, in this area, they're going to take your luggage and put in your appropriate rooms, and he's going to lead you up into the rest of the facility. And he starts giving you a brief explanation of what the place looks like. Basically, this is the stop, the leftmost hand of the undercarriage. And for I'm going to put a, a map on the website when we actually run this game yeah. so people can see. He's just busted up the map. Yeah. yeah. Crumpling to public pressure. Yeah, yeah. So basically, imagine the elevator went up to this top left, the bottom left corner over here. Right. Uh-huh. This area over here right next to the waiting area is for the servant classes, everyone that serves under you. This top area over here above it is basically where you guys are going to be sleeping. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the balcony where you can see, and basically there's also nice couches and stairs mm-hmm. and everything. And there's a nice dining hall over here as well. Uh, basically, this is where, with the nice chandelier, that's where you guys eat. And then the servants eat a little bit of over here. And the rest of this area is classified. You can't go in there. That's where they keep the alcohol. Yes, <laughs> all the alcohol. Open, all right. Open. Where's the opium? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So shall I take you to your rooms, or would you just look like know. to immediately go? I have my glasses on, so I looked at the balcony, and I thought it said baloney. <laughs> okay. Wow. Delicious. They are really, they really have their priorities straight in Prussia. Nice. The baloney room. This is baloney room. <laughs> you are not allowed in. Nay! <laughs> okay. Um, absolutely, I would, uh, where will the good doctor and Marcus be uh, sleeping? Are, are they upstairs as well? It's a depend on you, what you consider them as. If they're servants, they're going to be in the bottom section. If they're going to be sleeping in the same hall, uh, Floors, you guys, would be with you guys. I feel uh, do you remember be... the, the insult of the doctor getting a window seat on the train? Oh, so your doctor will experiment on you so Also, hard. the doctor is still <laughs> technically wealthy. No, no, so no. I mean, uh, Byron just waves the hand at the guy's like, well, uh, what do you consider? He's like, no, no, they're with me. They're with me. I would prefer if they were Even the this. boy. Especially the boy. The, the boy, boy is... stares, <laughs> looks up at you with hope in his eyes. Uh, I hate that look. <laughs> sure, sure, he's with me. Though, um, the smallest room. Don't, don't fancy it up. I don't want to, you know, get him. I don't want. I don't want those dreams developing again. You know, <laughs> dreams and hopes. Slop and just throw it into his quarters <laughs> before he arrives. Yes, yes. All right. I will make sure he. This is not a vacation. Him. Willard. All right. So you're both taken to your individual rooms. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, unless you guys want to bunk together, that's up to you guys. Yeah. But you're, all, you're each taken to an individual room. Uh, smallish rooms, but still very nice accommodations, nonetheless. I'll take the bigger one. Yeah, there's always a bigger one. There's always a bigger one. If but I have to figure out the fucking <laughs> all right. the tape. But the, <laughs> big, the biggest one is Denzig's room, naturally. But everybody else... Oh, thank you, Mr. Denzig. <laughs> I appreciate this. Stairs. No, I must break you now. <laughs> I will break If he dies... He dies. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going with Rush. I'm going with like fucking Rocky quotes on this one. <laughs> Do they have like just like a? Is that what the servants look like? The guy from Rocky, like all of them, just like yes. tight outfits, just looking down, like welcome to <laughs> welcome to the pleasure cruise. <laughs> Thank you. It's like a mix Upstairs between that. And- we have ski ball. I hope you enjoy the ski ball. Indoor pool. And murder camp. So it's a mixture between that and every bad guy from an Indiana Jones film. <laughs> you do not enjoy the ski ball, I will break you. <laughs> <laughs> every every offer of, of, of my comfort ends in, or I will break you. Would you? I will give you facial now, and then perhaps pedicure. <laughs> or I will break you. <laughs> so my the martinis. <laughs> so yeah, um, he makes sure to get. Uh, okay. My guy, I'm sure. Is, do they try Coffee? to? Do they try to make Byron's room look a little fancier, or yes. uh, is it just a bunk or something? No, no, no. It's like I said, it's a very nice combination. Like everything looks clean and neat. Oh, like a hotel room. Yeah, it's a hotel room essentially. Okay, cool. No, Byron's. Wow, I'm rather impressed. I was under the impression that, uh, well, going by what the British, what uh, you traded with the British, that your earlier zeppelins, uh, they didn't have such. Quality to them. You're right. Our first generation weren't the best, but you know we kind of needed them for destroying enemies and such. The sick, the I think I'm going to say this like the third or fourth generation. Oh yeah, absolutely. The third absolutely. or fourth generation, you will notice, is much better for us. I mean, although it's a transitionary period, like for example, the first generations that we gave your people are still functional somehow. Oh no, absolutely, they're fantastic. And let's well, it's I, I like to compare our dreadnoughts, uh, our navy carriers. I understand uh, you still just have ships. You don't actually have a dreadnought that carries your ships. I mean, uh, uh, that that is one way to doing it, but not as cost effective, I think. Oh, that's anxiety. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, uh, little quips because <laughs> that is they have the fucking air power, but the. Like, we have, like, dreadnoughts that carry our battleships. Like, mm. giant fucking giant sh- island ships. Yes. British is awesome. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> this is based on, what, 1700s or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, fucking British Navy ran things. Yeah, well, that's exactly, and we just still run things. Mm-hmm. Mm. At least in the sea. At least in the sea, yeah. uh, I mean, If one of those, air, like, if they decided to send all those airships into Britain. But, well, yeah. that's true. Yeah. But, but here's the thing, uh... If they send it into Britain, the airships, their uh, test, they actually have their own Tesla cannon shit mm. that they can actually shoot out. Interesting. Like it's entire. I mean, you, if you go into like, there's a reason they don't actually send. Them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I so mean, if you yeah, if you go far enough in the land, you can't. They can't get to you. But if you're in Brit- uh, Britain, the island, yeah, they could fucking get to you that with their ships. It seems to me that all the all the. Uh, all the nations in this setting are much like nations in the real world, where it's just like, hey, we're military people and we're going to get along and I'm an emissary. But the unspoken agreement is that we could fuck each other's shit up yep. so badly that yep. it would not be worth it for anyone Pretty to do much, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like, mutually assured destruction Man, is the yep. name of the game. Yeah. Plus zombies. <laughs> yeah. So everybody, the only thing anybody can agree on is that zombies are douches. <laughs> oh, and I also figured out, by the way, if you get bitten by a zombie, like, if you, uh, I think it's, if you get a severe bite from a zombie... You turn into one. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're dead. That says mm-hmm. uh, I think you get two rolls to like of like eighteen. Unless you 18. have a doctor, he'll bring you back. <laughs> but I thought like zombies, like oh, you don't always die. But it's like yeah, if you take like a really severe bite, it's like no, yeah, you get, that's like a death sentence. Like, mm-hmm. Getting a bite from a zombie is a death sentence. But now they just kind of say like 
Yeah, if a zombie bite like attacks you and you and does you like moderate damage, it's kind of like him slams into you. Yeah, but if, if you it do, does massive damage, you're gonna have to roll. That's it's a bite. Like, it's two, that's okay. Yeah, two rolls, right? And first hour, yeah, you get the roll. First hour, then you get the roll like the fourth hour and the difficulty eighteen, and you could shrug it off. Or you just have uh, Doctor Moira uh, perform her patented. Uh, Life-saving surgery. Yeah, and like. with the biological sciences, you can get the arm back. Other people's lives, so we'll just say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, uh, Byron okay. and join us. Yeah. Okay, and basically, when you're ready to go to the balcony, please tell me, otherwise, please enjoy your accommodation. I would, uh, because he wants you all to go as a group instead of just mm-hmm. like my design. Of course, thank you. Uh, what's his name again? Denzig. Uh, thank you, Denzig. I uh, look forward to uh, speaking with you on our flight. Indeed. And he just starts heading up the stairs. I turn back towards the group, and I'm like, well, um, I'm taking this room, because it is the biggest, but uh, enjoy whatever rooms you have. Um, cost is no... Byron comfortably walks into a biggest room marked airlock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You actually see uh, one or two also random... Because you're not the only passengers. Of course. people there. Like, you see one or two random people going in and out of rooms. Mm. I don't like them. Mm-hmm. This is my area. <laughs> Oh, very, very well. Enjoy, uh, Willard. Please take this room. Marlowe, you take the room on the other side. Just because if I need any assistance, I will require you nearby. Dr. Marcus, please enjoy your facilities. And if there's any trouble, don't bring them to me. I am not a concierge. I'm not a uh, concierge. concierge. But I'm sure that nice gentleman that looks more like a mountain is. <laughs> okay. I will break you. Oh, of course, sir, you will. I want you to bite at one point, like, you to fight one of them. Like, you just, like, go, like start punching him in the stomach and he's just standing there. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Marcus, uh, Marcus motions to Moira uh, for her to, to come over uh, for a second and just uh, tries to look casual. While looking around the room, it says, Right, well, you should know this. Everyone here is armed. Everybody's going to serve you food. Tea is going to clean up after your mess. They're armed. There's got two pistols in the corner there. Where's uh, eyebrow quirks that clean up after your mess? Like, really? You think that I leave messes? <laughs> I am a lady. <laughs> You're a Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very neat serial killer. <laughs> So yeah, he's just going to point out, he's just going to mention uh, who has the pistols, and then everyone else uh, seems to have some sort of a small dagger, maybe a stiletto, but uh, just so you know. Myra nods as if she knew this. Mm. <laughs> exactly. Now she's looking, she's like, oh yeah, that is. I Since I, I was actually going to do this before the game, but I forgot. Since I played such a big role last time, the whole alchemy thing, I've got alchemy for... Is it okay for with you if I just pick basically like I'll give you the list and you get final approval? Basically, I'll pick like four sort of alchemic things that I just have ready to go. Yes. All right, and then you know you can say, "Ah, sorry, you can't have the auto kill (laughs) portion." We already have the auto kill done already. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, So yeah, Marcus is going to go into his room and uh, um, he's not going to unpack. Doesn't trust anybody, so he's just going to check the locks on his pack and then set everything down. All right. Anybody else? Moira has a an Adrian Monk sort of sense of order, so she goes into her room and she starts. It, it's just like a view of like her from the closet, just hanging up dress, black dress after black dress <laughs> after black dress. She brought a lot of clothes. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then one wedding gown. <laughs> oh. <laughs> one day that will be worn again. No. Actually, <laughs> reading that it'll be worn again one day at your funeral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the mourners actually have like a sort of secret uh, pattern for their corsets 
That, we do. Uh, yeah. I mean, we do. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Apparently, like, because, you know, all ladies wear corsets. Yes. But, of course, there's... I do there's, have my battle Yeah, corset. and but they do, but they do have, like, there's a, a market for, like, ladies that need more mobility corsets that are so, you know, made so they actually bend and everything. So and they then, can breathe. Exactly, exactly. Um, and, then, and then the mourners have their own very specific secret patterns for their corsets that actually involve like metal plates and stuff and give them even extra mobility and so apparently it's just like they are the uh, the envy of like fashion conscious uh, funeral goers when they see Amazing. the mourners like with those slim lines and yet look how they bend and move and they are the envy they're like oh man I wish I knew how to make this the mourners are like I look fabulous bitch okay uh, enough about what Marcus said last time he went to a, okay. a funeral uh, I'm gonna say uh, Marcus mm-hmm. you immediately notice as soon as you arrive, those one or two people that were there to look at you, mm-hmm. just look at each other and, and immediately head up the stairs. Uh, those are two people who what? Two random people that were just like just stared at you, saw what you were, uh-huh. and just headed up the stairs immediately. Yeah, fair enough. You can pretty much tell a John Pierre from a yard, like mm-hmm. a couple hundred yards away. Um, all right. Or they heard his fucking accent, mm-hmm. or they saw his hair. Like, there's a billion reasons why they just shunned him. Mm-hmm. But he'll, he'll he'll sort that away and uh, stand outside. Um, what's the rule for being armed give me, here? Give me a wits roll. Difficulty, 12. Uh, so that's 10, uh, 12 on the nose, actually. Yep. It wasn't shunning. Oh. It was more like, <laughs> it was It was more like high school giggling. Uh, great. It's like cute vampire. Mm-hmm. Also not that Or they're at the ball, and that's <laughs> the first like, time. Like, like an inside joke. That's fine. All right. Ooh, that kind of high school. Yeah. yeah, I give them like ten minutes to get their their stuff in order until mm-hmm. Byron is outside again clapping his hands. Uh, what is the uh, what's the rule for being armed up in this joint? Um, are you allowed to be armed or mm-hmm. what? You're allowed to bring small weapons. Fantastic. All right, so. it makes you feel comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, really does. Oh, yeah. uh, Byron has another uh, sword cane, by the way. Mm-hmm. He got his broke last time, but he has a new one. Okay. Nice <laughs> old ivory <laughs> handle on it. Broke. Nice. <laughs> I think uh, it broke on a. Th- Broke actually yeah. <laughs> on the door that was holding back the throne. Oh, that's but right. I was using it to bar the door. So uh, Byron is uh, walking. Uh, he's actually sporting a little bit of a limp that mm-hmm. he claims is from the trip, being thrown under the train. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's, he's going to. He's like, okay, everyone, we're moving up. They want us up at the balcony. Let's go, chip okay. chip. There's actually a smaller elevator that leads straight from that area up to the to the balcony. What the is this? Way. They not believe in stairs. So this is nice. Well, you can take the stairs if you wish. So. <laughs> look over towards the, the servant, like, oh, you're here. Yeah. Uh, no, no, this is nice. It's no, no. just That is good, or I will break. <laughs> <laughs> you can take the stairs, you or I will know break. The <laughs> you don't know the The elevator is open, and it's like another barrier. You all can fit in, but you know, so immediately, uh, there's four servants, one in each corner. One, one of the elevator? Of the elevator. This is a crowded elevator. Yeah. You also notice that two in the back are what looks like are seem to be holding chains. And he looks, they both immediately look at Marcus. Sir, I'm sorry for the inconvenience, but for a short time I would suggest you would wear these, please. Where was Chains. Oh, the, the, our, our outfits aren't so bad, so okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, exchange only for a moment. Only for a moment. I cannot tell you why. Told not to tell you why. Right. Is this... Are you just trying to get me to take the stairs? No, you will have to wear the chains. Even if I take the stairs? Yes. Or you will... Break. Okay, yes, okay, I understand. But you are damn pure, you'll be fixed. Even. 
Yeah, it's, it's true. I can read that. Gentlemen, it. please, what is uh, it so concerning? I this you man is under order of Denzik, we cannot tell you. So you're cha- you are the one that I can name. Uh, what's your name, son? The name is... <laughs> uh, you're the Nikolai? name is German. Uh, Nikolai and Rodolf? There it is. Nikolai and uh, Those are fine uh, Prussian names. However, um, so you are the ones I name if there's an international incident if yes. this man is harmed. I yes. see. You're not intimidated. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that usually works. Uh, <laughs> please put on James. will only be for more. It will be honor to be named as the international you incident. Can, you can give me a wish to receive the tell the truth. Okay. Yeah. Difficulty yes. 14. I will fucking do that shit. Don't touch you. A fifteen plus, I, I twenty yeah, something. As far as you can tell, they're telling the truth. It will only be for a moment, but for some reason, they need to change. Marcus, please put on your chains. This is fucked up. If I had a pound for every time, I do that. <laughs> You're lucky. There's there's men that pay good money for this. <laughs> I wouldn't know about it. I, I I don't know about it. I just mm. I heard on a penny dreadful. That I didn't read. Okay. <laughs> the, the doctor's just like, yeah, you're sure this is... Has he, I assure you, he's quite tame. Yeah. And what, what, <laughs> under and all of a sudden, I was like, oh, good, he's got the chains, he's trying to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he, uh, Marcus lets the chains get put on and just glares at the doctor uh, with his kind of... with an angry but despondent look. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, like, Dr. Mingus, well, probably. I thought Prussia was going to be different. Well, in a way, it is, my friend. In a way, it is. All right. So basically, the doors of the elevator close. You slowly raise up. They open up into a beautiful, like, small area. And out, off to the left, you can see the doors to the balcony. And there's just, like, little side areas with, like, couches and wall paint and everything. Is it glass? Like, the walls are made of glass so we can look out? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. But you notice immediately, like, a crowd, like, a small crowd. You, th- you, you can see, you assume all the guests in the house, in the place, probably, like, 10 to 15 people mm-hmm. staring at you. All the way in the back, just looking, seem to be focused on the Marcus. Scan around. And basically, in the center, sitting down, is a, a t- very tall gentleman, jet black hair, uh, very black, a very good-looking suit. But you also notice his hands and his face are chalk white, like so he plasters something on his skin, some sort of like lotion, like just like he pretty much like poured it on. Yeah, yeah, on his flesh, on his eyes, and it, actually, his eyes actually has swimmers goggles, uh, swimmer goggles mm-hmm. that are painted that are black at the end. And a top hat. I need you to roll because there's a vampire in front of you. God damn it! What's the normal difficulty? Uh, that is a good question. I uh, really wish I'd wrote that down. I believe it's eleven. Can we pause? What real quick? All Just right, uh, so look up. All right, we're back. All right. Okay, cool. So that is a difficulty fourteen willpower roll. Make it twelve. Okay. For reasons. Uh, eight plus uh, three, so that's uh, eleven. Plus your concentration? Uh, yeah, plus my will, which is two, so that's 13. All right. Just barely made. So you just barely made. You feel rage walling. Yep. Like, and you see the excited looks of everybody else on the... In the I get the break. I get the break. No. Okay, so, so we're, we're going in an elevator? No, yes. we're, in, we're in an elevator. You're in the door elevator. just opened. Yeah. Okay, so you see Marcus snap up. Every muscle becomes tense, and you hear the, the chains strain under his... Uh, under his uh, Attempt or his muscles bulging, and Marcus just like a like a Doberman pincher smelling something. He just snaps and looks at the vampire across the room. Whoa, hey, whoa! He's completely tamed. He's like, whoa, whoa, hey, yo, ho! Uh, Marcus, are you okay? Marcus is showing. Uh, by the way, his fangs yeah. are a little bit bigger now. Uh-huh. Um, 
It's a vampire over there. He's right there. Hello. Oh, well, that explains that. No wonder the chains. Okay. He's perfectly tame, except for vampires. It's obvious. I slowly turn towards the creature. Hmm? Yeah. Hello. Yeah, oh, wait, I do recognize him. Yes, you do. So, yeah, he's going, oh, well, perfectly. Then he looked at oh. <laughs> Good day. Barbara's oh. hands just go to her <laughs> I, um, forgot something in my room. Back in London. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, raise my brow at you and everybody else, and I turn towards the the man. Okay. And you're a vampire. Yes. Among other things. Are you being thrown over the railing <laughs> as a demonstration, or no, no, no? You see, I am here as a guest. A guest? You're not even alive. There are rules against this sort in of. Britain. Where is? Uh, Danzig, Danzig. 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 Yes, he was actually in the corner staring. He's like, I'm, I really thought he would break. That would have been very interesting. Danzig, this is yes. this is ridiculous. That is, creature right there is a danger to us all. There's that's, reasons why we have rules against this in Britain. They're filthy creatures. And we have similar rules here, but that we also have a smaller rule for very special people. Spe- special? He is not people. He's a thing. He has no rights. I have in every the, right in the in United Kingdom, yes, in which Prussia, we, we are still in Britain. No, even this if this is Prussian soil right now, so you will be quite. Wait, 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 are we in Prussian soil? As long as you're in a zeppelin. Oh, this it's is basically out. a floating emissary. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So I suggest you be kind to our guest. And yes. I will treat it like I treat every. Thing I'm not allowed to break during a tantrum. I will give it its space, as well my company. But allow me to say, the people of Britain are honored to be part of this experience with the Prussian people, and I would hope that, as the Prussian Tradition I'm gonna, is. I'm going to say, yeah. we do say this: like you notice a vampire there, yeah. but it's also you immediately notice two secure, obviously security guys. Not dressed as servants, obviously security to the left and right of him with massive guns. Yeah. So just putting that up. Okay, I would hope Prussia and the Prussian people would understand that these little tests for my servant it could have ended very badly. Vampires and vampires do not mix, and they do not mix well. That's why we had to choose which one we supported in Britain. And that should have been brought up before I brought my Dampier here. He could have endangered. These talks are relations. And honestly, I expected better. Thank you. Charmel 18. Not angry. Uh, nine. Uh, nine. <laughs> nine. Oh, wait. No, you might be able to uh, re-roll this because you outrank him. Nope. No. Uh, he's, th- this, guy is, this guy is the uh, is the aristocracy of uh, Prussia. Prussia, basically. Danzig is? He's an ambassador, yes. Basically what it is, uh, the aristocrats have the like noble legions. Uh-huh. It seems like Prussia is basically war heroes. Yes. They're, that, they're, the, they're a very meritocracy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I can't re-roll for this guy. Okay, but let me see. So that's nine. Uh, then what, Charm? Yes. 13 plus I get to act, do my uh, my talk or something like that, etiquette. Ah, 17. No, you don't combine. You choose one or the other. 
Really? Yes. Oh. So, I, okay, I choose Charm. Yep. But no, you can't, because uh, I know you, you cannot have a skill above your uh, attribute. Your base attribute, whatever that is. So you would always choose your base attribute. Because I thought you can only choose one or the other, right? As I, re- as I recall from the rules. You're asking me, yeah. Because, oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, shit. You know what? I think you're right. I think we're only adding skills to these roles. Wait, that would make it really hard to succeed in any of this shit. So, oh wow! Yeah. It's been a while since. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. We're gonna... <laughs> it's been a while since I've actually rolled for this game. Could we uh, actually oh, turn on the light because it's getting a little dark? Uh, and where's the normal book for this? I want to. I need something normal in my hand. Uh, Not like that vampire. Do we have? Uh, oh, the book is in that box right there. I believe. I don't know, but I, for some reason I believe Here. it is. Anytime a character attempts a task for which he has a chance of failing, such as scaling a high wall or making a combat action. An attribute roll or skill roll is made to determine whether or not the action was successful. But why would? I, but my Ooh. question is, why would you ever choose to your attribute skill, your attribute roll? I, I don't think it, it's usually a choice. I think you're told this is a roll for X, Y, or Z, so yes. you have to use a skill or you have to use your attribute. Okay, so yeah, the, the, then. The, I know that you, if you don't have a skill that's a negative two on mm-hmm. your on your roll, yes. but. It does bring up an interesting point. For instance, like if you have a street rise, streetwise of one and a charm of five, why would you ever choose to roll streetwise as in lieu of your? Charm? I think it depends on the circumstance. I think you're right. I mean, so what is this, Jesus? I think what that means is it's we usually play like question. we usually play loose with the rules. Like, ah, yeah, what do you got? It's acrobatics or athletics, whatever you have. I think you need to basically decide yes. what this involves: etiquette, charm. Straight up charm, straight because up Because talking etiquette. about the law of the land, I would probably go with etiquette. If, whichever one's higher for you. Both could be used. Okay, well, uh, then 16. Okay. Yeah. 16. He looks at you like, eh. Oh, no. You, a little bit lower, but yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's, he, he's not 100% like on your side on this, but he's, eh, true enough. It, some of the people here wanted a good show. I apologize. He says with a smirk. I'll fucking break you! No, no, he apologizes. That's great. That's wonderful. Great. Apologies all around. Let's, okay. let's go down. Let's go down. Let's go down. No, I'm not sure. I've had enough of this. I've had enough of this. With the vampire, like, you know the vampire is there. I'm not going to assume every time you see you're going to go to homicide. Right I can sense him through walls and shit. Yeah. So, like, if it's like a floor above me, I'm like poking my halberd at the ceiling. Fucking die! But I'm assuming, because now that you can sense yeah. something, you don't, it's not a surprise. You're not going to go to homicide rate every time you sense. You're just, you're like, you look at it. He's just like growling at the ceiling. Uh, the you know, that's a good question. I'll check it out. I think once he leaves my my uh, my field uh-huh. and then like comes back like 24 hours later, I'm like, <laughs> so every time. on the zeppelin, you always know where. Kind That's of, kind the of problem with playing a Dom period. You get all these wonderful out-of-the-box powers, mm-hmm. but your one problem is you sense a vampire, it doesn't matter what the situation is. You want to kill that vampire. Yeah, it's um, almost like it's an international incident waiting to happen. Almost. Oh. Right. <laughs> Ireland will just be blamed. Who <laughs> it's blamed for everything. Really, so. <laughs> if that will be all, then Zinc, mm-hmm. I think my people would like to be away mm-hmm. to safer grounds. Of course. Please do. Doctor and Marcus, you may uh, go. I apologize for this. And you actually might... for the anyways. Doctor Sorelli hitting the close door. Clink, 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 cl
trying not to look directly at the vampire, but it's obviously like, can I go <laughs> Like, this, he... You've never seen him react to somebody like that. So, it's definitely something weird. And he, he wants he wants out. He wants gone. <laughs> he is. He does not want to be up there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to stay up with Byron. The door's finally closed. <laughs> Yeah, I can smell you. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks at him and I'm fairly certain if we jumped, you can survive and I can use you as a cushion. <laughs> I, think, I think we can do this. I think we can do this. Yeah, so that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, Byron, uh, seeing that the man's standing right, uh, you know, sitting right there, Byron's decided, he's like, he looks back towards uh, Denzik and says, uh, and why did you want us up here? Was this the entire reason you asked for us to come on the balcony? Yes. Essentially, it was... That's it. The, the British Impression Alliance is the only alliance that I actually have full belief in. You believe? I do. You know they sent you as a joke, right? Absolutely. And the joke's on them, because I am taking this very serious. Have you heard the reports about from France? We don't... No, you haven't heard the reports about France, because there are no reports. France is a wild card, and it's in both our backyards. And not only that, we can't count on the continents of America to come anytime soon, because they are too busy, well, being Americans. (laughs) Now, you and me, we don't like each other, but... We will work with each other. You don't want Britain. It's a shithole to you. We don't want to be off our island and where you live because it is too cold. (laughs) Siberia, please, man. That's probably where the abomination started. (laughs) I am taking this serious because I have a complete belief that both our countries can work together to find something better. And to take on France whenever they decide to do whatever they're planning. So if you think I'm here to be wined and dined, that is not the case. I'm here. I will be meeting with you tomorrow morning before we disembark the ship to continue, uh, to talk about what I have plans and uh, the meetings that we will both be attending. That will be at 8 p.m. shop in the dining hall. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Now, if you excuse me, I have never been this high in my entire... Hmm? <laughs> excuse me, I have never been this far from the soil, British soil. I'd wish to take a look. Mm-hmm. I look forward to continuing our conversations. I flip my eyes towards the vampire in possibly better company. Good day. And I'm I said good outside. day. I said good day! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going outside to look out. Byron is legitimately like very excited okay. about it. He's like, it's scary. But now there's a railing. He's okay. looking over like towards Britain. He's never seen yeah. it this high. Yeah. And this is a very impressive sight. And after, unless you guys want to do anything last minute, after about an hour, the... Uh, Byron, uh, after about ten minutes of spending, like he's spending his. Uh, uh, are you out there with me? As yep. Well? You see, Moira's uh, keeping her distance from the edge, and she's planted herself between Byron and the vampire, like equidistant between mm-hmm. both of them. Uh, Byron's spinning his uh, opium pipe as quickly as possible before finally uh, catching it with two fingers and then just throwing it out mm-hmm. over the railing. And you see that as soon as he does it, he winces a little bit, like, mm-hmm. oh, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> and he kind of straightens his shoulders, rolls his uh, head back, you know, and just nods once. Okay. And then he's uh, moving off to get some early bedtime. Yeah. You see the, you see, actually see the vampire just walking around, uh, casually talking to random people. The two soldiers still always behind him with massive guns. Always at the ready. I don't trust them. Hmm? I don't trust the soldiers. They could totally be in the vampire's pocket, so. You never know. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
Ask ask Marcus. He'll tell you all about the shit that the vampire can have people in his pocket. <laughs> about like an hour. We we stay there for an hour. No, I'm not going anywhere near the vampire. Mm-hmm. The fucking like British uh, British laws have like completely convinced me. If I talk to that thing, it has my soul. <laughs> like Byron's like, no, I'm not even dealing with it. Uh, okay. And uh, you know. He uh, at the end he nods his head to Zangief, thanks him for the lovely uh, Zangief. Uh, I'm sorry, Danzink, <laughs> and thanks him. And then he uh, goes off to Sophia and bows his head to her as well, and uh, steps a little closer to her, and he mumbles, "I am curious. Those are your gods on the vampire, correct? Yes. Is that for his protection or ours? Yes. Yes." <laughs> Byron gives a slight smirk and then nods his head and says, all right, well, Sophia, enjoy your night. And then he's moving off. Okay. I'm going to say, uh, just so you guys know, the sol- like I said, the fo- soldier fully kitted out, like, not only with, like, full comic coat with gas masks and everything like that. Yeah. That- bang. So you can't even see their faces. Okay. Interesting note, I just looked up the skills, sorry for the uh, non sequitur, but uh, I think that um, the only limitations through attribute and skill is uh, academic skills having to do with your intellect, and I'm fairly sure it only has to do with character creation. So this stops somebody from having an intellect one and a his, you know, a history. Oh, of so I can't, I can't have an etiquette of like five and only have a charm of four. Yes. Yeah. So okay. that's so right. that's what okay. it, that's what it looked like because that would be really hard to build your character if you had to up your attribute every time you wanted one more point. Yes, yeah. that makes sense. All right. Okay. So really, it only hurts the doctor, <laughs> and only during character creation. Yes. So, all right, great. And I, and I bought it to like five anyway, so yeah. all my skills are straight up. <laughs> one day you'll use that, doctor. Uh, all the time. I'm about to actually. Oh, yeah. Right, so in the meantime, while he's doing this, uh-huh. I'm coming in. So, no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just drinking acid. Just, uh, acid. Unfortunately, it's a hallucinogenic kind. <laughs> uh, no, actually, uh, he's. Uh, 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 okay, first of all, the the, the four uh, things that I told you, uh, the four things that I picked. Uh, he has Somehow they're all anti vampire potions. <laughs> no, 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 actually. Uh, he has basically four sort of like vials of shit that he. Just has ready to go. Yeah. One is clarity. Clarity, in a nutshell, basically you inject this into somebody and they immediately expel all poisons, uh, drugs, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, I generally keep this in case uh, we ever need Byron uh, to be useful. Uh, not knowing that he's actually doing that on his own, just slower. Uh, okay. But there is a thing you can just pump and basically. Okay, I'm sober. Uh, then there's Ravager, which is basically uh, instant catastrophic mutagen. Uh, basically, you pump somebody in, some, that into somebody, and they are immediately racket, racked on the floor as their bones and everything starts mutating. It's Is temporary; it goes away. Oh, yeah, there's there's always roles to resist. Temporary? Yeah, it's temporary, but for a while, you're on the floor looking like, oh, look, three arms. Uh, <laughs> you know, and that goes away, and you're the, the doctor actually fun. studies it at that point. Like, yeah. three arms. Uh, yeah, I yeah, like there's roles to resist. I like this design. Stuff, basically. Uh, then there's sticks. Sticks is the one I'm not sure if you're going to let me have, but it is kind of awesome if you do. Uh, basically, it's uh, you hit somebody with this, they go unconscious. Then there's a roll, uh, will roll. Oh, I remember uh, this one. That's shit. They, yeah, if they if they make the roll, they come back just having had a few nightmares. If they fail the roll, they effectively forget everything. Mm-hmm. They basically yeah, just you you yeah, they, you you wipe the, their memory is wiped. They come back with just. Who am I? And, and it's, it's all gone. That's nasty. Yeah, that is very nasty. And the last one is the vitriolic shell, which is basically an ampule filled with acid. Mm-hmm. And when it breaks, it just poof, acid goes everywhere for five feet, mm-hmm. and it just starts doing damage. So, okay. So those are the four things I have. And specifically, as soon as you know, as soon as we're all down and, uh, and Byron is doing his whole thing up there and giving his speech and all that stuff, the uh, the, the doctor just like dragged Marcus back to the room. 
You gotta get me that lamp. Do it. I'll do it now. <laughs> Starts giving orders. Basically, he wants to create a little uh, sort of like booby trap above the door mm-hmm. with that like ampule of acid ready to go. <laughs> so if anybody comes to that door without like <clears throat> without knocking first and the doctor disabling it, All right. uh, mm-hmm. doctor, they got you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So the doctor, so so Marcus helps the doctor with his scientific exploits, and while. Yes. The doctor's uh, with every with every moment that he has free uh, for a second. Marcus goes about preparing his own uh, his own uh, protections, and he salts off the door, takes out a small bowl, and puts cream and clover in it, and puts it outside the door. Um, and then he also hangs sage above the bo- door. That's right for fairies. We're not dealing with fairies here. You never. Look, don't talk to me about fairies, okay? One of us is from the Emerald Isle. One of us is from an institution. <laughs> I thought you were home. Never <laughs> Just look. Here's uh, I, I, he teaches Marcus exactly what you need to do. Just like disable the uh, mm-hmm. the trap. Like any time you leave the room, dive through just, and scream. <laughs> just, <laughs> just make sure turn this off. Otherwise, you'll get a very nasty acid bath. We'll let uh, Marcus and 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 the morning know uh, soon. Uh, do not enter Byron. the room. Byron and uh, the morning. I'm, I'm very confused, Marcus. <laughs> look, stay away. From that thing up there. I know, I know everything about you is screaming to rip and tear and shred. Trust me. <laughs> you turn around to adjust the needle, turn back, and he has a giant. Marcus has brought his his biggest weapon, and it's a bastard sword. It's eight feet long. And he has it like slung over his shoulder, like cloud from Final Fantasy. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I am as cool as a fucking cucumber right now. <laughs> Stay away from it. I've, I've seen that thing before. I've seen that thing before, and, and it's very dangerous. How so have you seen this thing I before? Have to, you don't need to know. Nobody, no, no. Just just remember, stay away. Stay away. We'll, we'll, we'll have this flight. We'll land, and then we will put as much distance between us and, and that thing as possible. But Doctor, then we'll be in a land that treats a thing like a person. Hmm. Great. We have to destroy this thing. <laughs> we have to destroy this thing. Just crash yeah. it, destroy it. Just burn it all to the no. Whoa, one <laughs> of us is talking about a vampire. One of us is talking no, about talking something about else. No, I'm talking about this thing. It just, no, 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 no. Then, 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 then. There's war, and uh, it's about price to pay. <laughs> I'll think about this. I'll think. I, I need to sit down and think about this. This is not. This is not right. I got my undergraduate degree in poli sci. I should be able to figure this out. <laughs> so yeah. So the doctor is trying to figure out whether he needs to whether whether causing war between Prussia and, uh, <laughs> and England is, is is worth getting rid of uh, that thing upstairs. Okay. So, so, yeah. Awesome. So there's that. So, so that's what we're doing. I love superstitious stuff a lot. I'm just like brushing the sage with my hand, like you're gonna make everything all better. And the door opens, the elevator door opens, and Byron just like he steps out and he pauses and he sees like drapes of fucking sage. And yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, this is festive. Way to make uh, the good land of British seem like a Wait, very are you, large. Are you doing this outside chair. of your hotel room or just inside your hotel room? Well, I don't know about him because the, the, the trap is obviously inside. The, yeah. the, clo- uh, the cream the, and clover you said specifically was outside. The was door. outside. That is actually outside your door. Outside. Like, it has to be outside the door. It's a, okay. it's a offering for fairies, but yeah. there is there is a row of garlic. Yeah. That has to hang outside the door as well. Oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> the hallway just smells marvelous right now. Well, this bodes well for our credibility, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, if I hear I hear Byron's voice outside and immediately like, opens the door. ah, good, you're there. Do not come into this room without letting me know first. Just just trust me on this. Solo, if you like your face where it is, and I'm sure you do, I don't know why, but I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> those things. Just do not enter this room. Do not force the door. 
without warning, just 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 fair warning. Close the door, you hear the the locks going in. Ironically, that was how I met the man the first time too. <laughs> Don't open this door unless you want to see the horrors that will be unleashed into the world. So many you horrors. He said horrors instead of horrors. That too. Well, it was it was the lady of the evening that was stitched together to a. Uh, it was very gruesome. Something about a human centipede, I believe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what? On that note, I think I'm going to go to bed. It's uh, it's a bit early. Uh, get up early and all that jazz. Uh, what do you think about that up there? I have many thoughts. Ah, Sophia, she's uh, quite a looker, but she's, uh, uh, yeah, she doesn't like you very much. Uh, maybe you should, like, invite her out, have a girls' night out, a girls' evening, talk about boys and music, and what kind of knives can dislocate my body. Yeah. All of them. All of them. Okay, right. <laughs> On that note, uh, Moira, it's, um, please get some rest. Please, if you can, keep Marcus away from that thing, and I will be going to bed now. And uh, please, uh, be up in the morning. We have an early day starting, and I want you to be fresh as a daisy. Click. Moira's just, like, kind of staring at him. She's like, there's something wrong here, and the vampire's only the tip of that iceberg. As soon as the door closes, like, Byron reaches for his pipe, and then you can't find him. He's like, oh, right. <laughs> what the fuck do I do? <laughs> he takes out lane cards and starts playing solitaire. <laughs> he takes out a book and opens it up and is like... Oh, this is dreadful. Where <laughs> <laughs> are the pictures? Yeah. The pictures. And then he goes to... Then he no naked He's actually uh, pulling out like a, a briefcase of all the papers that they gave him that he didn't read, and he starts going through them. He's like, what the hell does this mean? <laughs> but that just contradicts... What the... And he's just trying to make sense of everything, like what they want him to do and what he, they don't... He's not supposed to do, but if he can do it, that'd be great, but might to be called... Like all that kind of shit that nice. British wants him to do. I take it back, it's a claymore, by the way. It's, ah. The name of the sword is a claymore. But, uh, that's, uh, that's it for the night, for me. Alright. Fantastic. I need all of you to... Actually, you know what? Uh... Yeah. All of you give me a perception roll. Okay. Wow! Ouch. That's a yes. What's the perception? I mean... Oh, wait. Does concentration go into that? Uh, does it? For... Anything with a wits? No, will. Oh, will. Will, alright. Oh. Cool, nice. Uh... So, 20. 22. 16. Wow. Byron, he is sharp as an engine. <laughs> first night sober, and he hates it. Oh, this is awful. This is awful. What's that? What's that noise? Is that opium? Is that opium? <laughs> oh, no, no, that's sage. That's sage. Stop okay. trying to eat this sage. Marcus, what'd you get? Uh, I got a six. <laughs> Marcus this is busy. You're too distracted, man. It's actually smelling so delicious, he's actually really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually, the vampire sleeping on top of his like room, and you're just like pacing where he's just like, footsteps on. <laughs> It's like a red, uh, red dot that you're chasing. There's <laughs> a bell around my neck so the doctor always knows where I am. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, doctor and Byron, you you swear you heard something shuffling in the hallway. Like something being dropped and then scuttling away. Byron's going to open the door uh, in his uh, gentleman's gown, mm-hmm. which is a <laughs> sleeping wear giant fucking sleeping gown of like the... Uh, like a, Ebenezer Scrooge, so... Like a, ever, like, totally a onesie. Right. Yeah, a onesie, like a fucking silk onesie. And he's going to say, excuse me! I, well, is that you? I'm holding up. Upstairs. It, ru- something rushes up the stairs? Yeah. Are you going outside or are you just leaving it there? Yeah, the doctor, like, like the door opens a sliver. There's like, 
these chains weren't there when they <laughs> gave us this room. These doors did not have little chain locks. He's like, he's made whatever he needs <laughs> to like, secure the door. Like, What's out there? I don't know. I'm raising up kill my it. lantern. I'm not going to kill it. Kill it. <laughs> Do you have any op- <laughs> <laughs> Then you hear like chains like, and the door opens and, the, that, and he's got like his guns like, what is he? I went up the stairs. All right. I will check it out. I grab my th- uh, my. No, the doctor does Wait, wait, wait for me. Marcus, stay in the room. I'm leaving the, the, the trap enabled. If you try and exit the room, you will be covered in acid. <laughs> you know how to turn it off. Yeah, no, no, no. Marcus, Marcus is about to, because he's an honest lad, he was about, but you... No, acid! That checks out just fine. <laughs> uh, so the doctor genius. comes out, he's still like, he, he, he was not dressed for sleep. Yeah. He had no intention. <laughs> he don't ever sleep. Yeah. Uh, Byron puts on his robe, which is more silk, silk on silk. And uh, he's grabbing his uh, cane and he's using it. But he's not limping as he moves, clearly showing that that, that was an act. And he's uh, moving towards the stairs with the doctor. You're f- you go first, you're armed. But I'm a doctor. But I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, Going up the stairs and like kind of a hurry. He's all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> with uh, his little slippers on. Okay. So slippers. Doctor of expedition leader. Yes. <laughs> so he, yeah, he's going upstairs. Hello. You go upstairs into the main, the balcony area. Yeah. You open the, uh, you go through the door, uh, up the stairs through the door, and it's dark. I have my lamp, but like, or, like a fucking candlestick in my hand. Mm-hmm. Like, Hello. Well, this is this is just the start of every horror movie, uh, horror dreadful I've ever read. Uh, Whatever's out there, show yourself. Or... The balcony doors are open. That's not right. Show yourself, or he will shoot. I don't have a gun. I, I have a gun. That's all the guns. <laughs> Very big gun. Look at it. It's long. I'm holding my leg. It's like clearly like a cane that I'm holding, like a gun, and then I'm, I'm moving towards the doors. Then I'm kind of curious, most likely just because this is a distraction from me not doing opium. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. you open the door and notice the, bal- the balcony is empty, except there's something off in uh, one of the corners. Huh? I check it out. Okay. <laughs> is, is the balcony outside of Zeppelin proper, yes. like exposed air? Yes. What are you gonna play next? <laughs> Well, I have my gas mask yeah. on. I mean, come on, I'm not, I'm not ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think it's air quality yeah. that we're worried about up here. Yeah, yeah, but honestly, though, like, because the really bad air quality isn't allowed in the property, because not only the plague air, but also, like, the smog and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So you could briefly go outside in, like, the air air. Yeah. Yeah, if you wanted to. Yeah, but I mind the gas mask yeah, on okay. because that's the bright thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm going, to, I'm going to investigate the thing mm-hmm. on the ground. Right. It's not on the ground. It's actually on the railing. I raise my candle to try to get a better look at it. You know something like a, like a rope or something, and something hanging off it off the railing. I move towards the rope then. Okay, yeah. move to the rope, you look down, behind, yeah. and hanging down is, you assume there's a cloth over it, but apparently, like, because that piece of, like, might have been belt, like, snatched on, like, the most of the cloth is gone. And you notice below you a body. Uh, obviously male, because the body is naked. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing you can notice because it's dark. Far, I can barely see. Down it's there. Da- yeah. That also the fact as soon, with your lantern you can see its feet are gone, its hands are gone, and its head is a pulp, a mass. Iron doesn't scream. Okay. Like a girl. 
He screams like a grown man. Yeah, like it's, uh, doc, 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 doc. Yes, yes, I'm up. How did that thing get out here? All no idea, but we're turning around okay, now. As we're soon as you talk- do that, though, you hear, you hear a, a movement behind you, and it pff, goes straight towards the stairs. Uh, uh, Go after it! I'm not, no, <laughs> let's just go... Uh, Somewhere uh, else we can. He's, he's yeah. running through okay. the room. He's got Doctor, his uh, his, uh, his Tesla gun. Yeah, Tesla gun uh-huh. like ready. Don't leave me. Well then, run faster. Okay. R two D two. Don't leave me. All right. You go through. You, you rush down the stairs, and there's a hallway. The doors close. Like all the door, regular doors are closed. It looks just like the regular hallway for the suite. Give me a perception roll, both of you. Wow, nice Byron is nailing nice. these. Uh, 13 plus... Uh, Blitz, you said? Mm-hmm. 16. 16. 16. 16. Nice. Byron, you notice a, something on the floor. It's a black feather. I uh, reach down and I uh, I pluck it up and I'm spinning it around and sniffing it and stuff like, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a feather. Not opium. Not opium. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> he knows my weakness. <laughs> Well, Doctor, I think we have no other choice but to... Uh, Turn it all do- down. No, 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 let's... Uh, actually, here's the other uh, choice. So I start slam- like, slamming my fist on the like doors. Wake up! Wake up! Uh, everybody? Yeah, I'm okay. waking people up. Like, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm waiting for someone to come outside. Okay. Like, you know, whoever. As soon as you start making all those noises, no security just come up. Come out of nowhere like, can I help you or I will break you? <laughs> <laughs> yes! Can I break you? There's a body! There is a body upstairs. Body? Yes, there's a body on the balcony and it's disgusting and I found... And, in, and there's somebody. I, I kept on seeing them running around. The doctor can congratulate, can, 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 can help me with the story. <laughs> confabulate the story. I will check. Stop banging. And he goes upstairs. Starts going upstairs. And then he tries back or break you. And goes yes. <laughs> that goes without saying. Because everything will break me. Yeah. And basically, with your doctor, more people opening their doors, trying to figure out what's happening. There's a monster. There's a horrible monster destroying everything. <laughs> killing people. Killing people. And drinking the their blood, clearly. <laughs> clearly. Yes. There's only one reason to remove someone's face and the arms and the legs, because that's, uh, that's all the, where the, 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 that's where all the, uh, the tumors are, where you, where are your blood I'll say no, like, the face is not just gone, it's like his head was, like, crushed in, as far as you can tell. So, oh, here's this, like, hanging. Yeah, like, basically, the belt, like, basically, it's obvious somebody was trying to throw him over. But his belt got caught. But his belt got caught, yes. And basically, it's like, yeah, this body that was in a cloth, and basically, no hands, no feet. What was the belt attached to the body with? Like, you said he was hanging by a belt? Yes. It was the belt that, it was basically the belt that was used to tie the body. Oh, it's it got loose, but like a part of the belt, like like uh, usually a sharp part of the body got caught in the cloth, and the cloth was still wrapped around the body. Very interesting. Okay. Yes. Because we rushed them. We safely. We didn't miss anything. <laughs> uh, Byron, uh, yeah, you guys might like. You might hear after a while someone comes and gets you like, "Oh, your sir is freaking out." And Byron's like, you know, Byron's. They give him his tea. I'm assuming, you know, or, or did they find anything? Because Byron's like, you know, they did find something. All right. Yeah, Byron's like, I, I will need tea, please. Tea. We are doing this the British way, which involves tea. And if you have those little cookies that you served at the table, it'd be delightful. <laughs> so we have some here. They call break you cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will take a break you because I am broken. I am broken. But Moira, thank goodness you're here. There was a body. There was a body. And it was horrifying. And some... Oh, oh where, where's... Willard? Wake up and give what? me my... Uh, sir, yeah. I am having a panic attack. I need uh, my panic fan. Yeah, uh, yes, sir. It's yes, a China... Sir. He my China fan. I start like... Yeah, the doctor goes over to the room, like knocks on the door. Marcus, how is this me? Disable the acid. Is it to the left or the right? 
Yes! Go! <laughs> Oh, right, 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 right. No, I right. Out of my head. Oh, and he opens up. He opens up the door with the claymore still over his shoulder. Something's killing things out here. I assume it's the vampire. Oh, right, right, right. I'll be right there. No, 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 no. We're not killing the vampire yet. But he's killing people, you said. Well, yeah, something. I presume it's the vampire. We don't know yet. Look, something, something was skittering about, and there was a feather. Do vampires have feathers? Sure. Yes. <laughs> so you know the mind. You know these lines. If it'll get him yeah. killed, yeah. Oh, oh, they have all the feathers. <laughs> I'm not so sure. Not They're not lousy with them. I don't remember. See, anyway, point is, look, there was a man. Uh, the, the, the hands, feet cut off. The head just smashed into a paste. My I know, I don't know, don't, I know. It was a body and it looked at me, I swear. It had no head, but it looked at me. It was like looking at me and looking at my soul and saying, you are at fault for this. And I don't even know why I was saying that. Oh, please. Well, then, come on, pay attention. Is there a, is there a, uh, a wound on the throat? Is there a throat left? A double? I don't, I wasn't able to tell. It was dangling from the side of the throat. Well, if you're a doctor, you'll be able to check it out. And then you'll be able to tell me That's the idea. when I should kill the vampire. Oh, goodness. Right, exactly. oh, goodness. All right, so we come rushing downstairs. I've seen plenty of bodies, but not like that. That was like just barbaric. That was not. That was not a gentleman's duel. And if it was a gentleman's duel, that man is not a gentleman. <laughs> which which man was not the gentleman? The one who killed him. Clearly, are you not paying attention? The peacock man. There was a peacock feather, and I know peacock feathers because I ran a very successful peacock fighting ring when I was a child, where well, they didn't fight them or preen themselves, and you know, whatever, until a lord, the pageant. The pageant, until lord uh, Fluffing, uh, Fluffton started, you know, spray painting his peacock's feathers, and he didn't say those paintings, but clearly those were not natural colors. I know peacocks. This was not a peacock. It was not a peacock. It was a black feather. Oh, unless it was painted black. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I need something. I need something to inhale. Do you have a... Do you... Do you uh, Mo- Mo- Moira, do you... Um... Marcus comes over and hands some slap to... Uh... What slap? Slap is... Uh, oh, I just the gin. The gin yeah. shit. But no, it's not just gin. I found out it's food. It's it food, is. Right? It's, it's nutrient-trained yeah, it's, liquor. It's <laughs> horrible, and yet it's still better than what passes for actual food. <laughs> yeah, so... I know. That's the only wonderful part about the unhallowed metropolis. <laughs> you, you could drink your food. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Byron Dyke, that's how scary he is. He actually takes and takes a big whip of it and mm-hmm. his cans it back. It's like, it's disgusting. It's, yeah. It looked at me. Right. Doctor, do your work. Magic. Yeah, so, so basically, uh, the doctor. Well, okay, so are they okay. dragging the body out? Or it's about an hour later as they're getting everything set up. Uh, so you can notice more security entering into the main balcony area. <laughs> Marcus is talking some serious shit under his breath to the, the like every time a new like platoon of guards goes by. He's like, "Good job, good job on your job." No, you're really, really did a good job. <laughs> One guy naked in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah, you missed it. You missed it. Oh, you're just arriving. Would you like me to give you a 411? What's, mm-hmm. what's happened? <laughs> you suck at your job. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I put cream outside of me room, and now who's laughing? Okay. <laughs> do, do you have any extra cream um, and sage? If it happens to end up on my door, that, I wouldn't be offended. Mm-hmm. It just might. <laughs> so, yeah, so, 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 the body is laid out, and they actually force. All the guests up to the main balcony, so they know where they are. Yeah, and the doctor's like, "I'm a doctor. I, uh, that, I'm going to examine this body." You will first. We will determine who is dead. That man with the, the missing <laughs> hands and arms. Okay. Jesus, it doesn't even take a doctor to tell you who's dead. It's that right there. Who? <laughs> you see, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the scientist is like, "Just hold on a moment, please." 
Well, let's take it. I've got like 28 loose couples. Okay. Yeah, you have like 40 bags. You're like, where did you get those? <laughs> those are my own personal guests. These are my carry-ons. He's touching anything until this damn Zeke shows up. No thing's touching anything until we figure out all the values. That's Please why sit, you need a doctor. Sit down! Doctor? I'm going to regret this. Doctor? Thing. He's going to regret it. Well, he already has a vampire on board, and now this happens. So. Yeah, so now he's going to rip Is the vampire up here? Mm-hmm. He started coming. He's like, so many Am I being accused of something? Yeah. Yes! Accused? Nope, there's evidence there's a dead man. No, he is dead. Yes, you would know that, and he's dinner too. What he are you, dinner, wasn't Dr. Wayne? Hmm? Oh, he is. If I had grown from why would I cut off his hands? Because that's what you do. You probably wanted to wear his skin. I've read the dreadfuls. <laughs> Those will rot your mind. I had this one story about this person named Tyron and Toria. <laughs> no, no, we're not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> actually, funny thing. Uh, you actually, as soon as he mentions the Penny Dreadful, the story of Tyron and Toria, you know one of the women there actually like looks a little interested. Something like that. All right. We're so famous. All right. <clears throat> All right. Everyone here? Yes, the Zeke. We're here. Yes. I was the first here. It was mm. dreadful. You're welcome. Sure Once again, the British citizen is here to keep watch over the evil that's coming towards you while you mm-hmm. are sleeping and suffering the consequences. Look at this. How exactly are we suffering the consequences? That's a I am yes. suffering the conference. Yes, yes, yes. You are suffering things. I know, I know. But how are we suffering the consequences? Because there is a dead body. But no one's dead here. Everyone is accounted for. You had a stowaway. What manner of ship is this? <laughs> and then let some get killed. I, 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 I frankly, I expected better. <laughs> Roll. Russians are gonna go. Get <laughs> like we, we if we can't, about you, if we can't be British about this, we can be Jewish grandmother about this. <laughs> <laughs> and in the in the small hall, there's like like ten to fifteen people, like just random guests that were there, as well as a few security guards just staring. Around. So possibly a stowaway. Doubtful. We're very secure. So what do you... So what, there's doubt that there's a stowaway? You said everyone that's on the ship is here. And this is man manifested wings and flew up here, perched himself and decided, you know what, I don't like my legs in my head! <laughs> and decided to jump off, got stuck and was really embarrassed. There was a stowaway! Clearly! And where are my cookies? <laughs> was it a very dreadful night. I have some cookies for you, sir. Thank you. They're sorry about the security. Break you and break you one and two. Yeah. Alright. This is awful. This is awful. What do you want more? Do you want a story about it? I am... You know what? Let my doctor take care of it. If it was a British citizen, we have a regime of uh, inoculations that all citizens must uh, must take. Mm-hmm. So, and those leave uh, some marks on them. We can see if he has any of the marks. We'll know if he's a Prussian descent, mm-hmm. a stowaway from your side, or if it was perhaps from our side. And if you can find any evidence of a vampire... Well, yeah. Try to roll intelligence, because I thought of something, but Marcus definitely wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a, that is a 11, 12, 13. What did you think of? Uh, it's basic, um, uh, CSI shit. Uh, like, as in, if his hands and feet are missing, then there's no way to ID him. Yeah, that's what I was basically going Yeah, so okay, so, okay. So, Marcus seems like he's kind of like, he's looking over the body and straining, and he's like, there's a bloke that I know from the fighting rings. He's a, Copper. And uh, he told me there used to be this uh, 
this other guy running around uh, killing kids. And uh, what he'd do, uh, he'd uh, take uh, off their fingers and their toes so you can't tell who the kids were. We have a kid killer on board? You let a kid killer on board! This serial killer from Britain! A no, kid you do sound kind of crazy. A little bit, yes. I'm just saying, if it's missing his hands and feet, then there's no way we can ID him. Well... No, but there's all sorts of information I can gather from our quartz. Really? Oh, is, yes. is that why you spend all your time with him? Danzink, can my yes. doctor please yes. take a look at this individual? Of course. Excellent, finally. Uh, out of my way, out of my way. And so will my doctor. No, 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 your doctor, your doctor can, he's, he's pointing at the vampire, kind of <laughs> giving something away. There. Your doctor can stay away. My doctor will also check. No? He no. knows a woman in a shirt and pants with a smock as well. Oh, he's, as soon as he sees his other, oh, oh, yeah, you're fine, your doctor can. <laughs> you're a real doctor. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, I'm going to roll my uh, medicine. <laughs> Scalpel. Eyeglass. Break you. <laughs> break you, break you. Uh, 17. Okay. Wow. Uh, after about an hour of investigating, looking over the body. Yeah, no hands, no feet, head. You can't, there's no way to identify the person. Right, right, right. But you do notice, like, uh, no tooth marks. But it seems like... <laughs> just, just coyly put two tooth marks into the yep. neck. Yeah. <laughs> but around the neck, you do notice immediately, like, there are... There are marks, but they're more or less... They're not tooth, they're claw marks. Mm. And his chest seems to have been, like, punched. Like, there's some broken ribs as well. Mm. But the worst one is his eyes. His eyes have been mutilated. There's There are shards of glass that have been just jammed into the eyes. And as you try to dig one out, it just into your mouth, and you just don't know what to do. So, so, so muscle memory kicks in, and you just start chewing. And you're just chewing a dead man's eye, and he's naked, he's there, and he's tied up with a... Would you just give me your reaction, Angela? <laughs> Damn it! I know I... Wait, wait for my description. We're moving on. Oh, is this the... I have the weirdest boner right now. <laughs> is this the gargoyles uh, description? Let's play, let's play through. Come on. Okay, no. Montana. Yeah, moving on. All right. All right. Doctor, Doctor, do you know? Is it anything that you could tell me about? It, how many liters of blood is he missing? And how much he did the vampire die any, on? This is uh, the uh, the female doctor. He is not missing. Well, he is missing, obviously, but but nothing of the vampiric sort. If that's what you're wondering, I hate to agree with my colleagues so because don't. I so rarely do. <laughs> in this particular case, she is not completely off base. <laughs> <laughs> He's so, so friendly with us. Uh-huh. It's not because you're a woman, it's because you're a person. <laughs> you exist the Because you're eight. not me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the medical establishment. Anyway, so, uh, now it's... There are claw marks around the neck. He looks at the, the, the vampire like... I do too. He looks at his perfectly manicured fingers, just like... Claw marks around the neck. And something with immense strength actually punched right through the sternum is uh, quite actually quite impressive uh, the level of strength required for that um, I'd love to measure it anyway uh, its point is uh, no this man was was clearly beaten if, if, if I didn't know better I would have said perhaps a throat but uh, not a throat would have actually probably tried to consume part of it so it's something with immense strength claws and uh, enough foresight to cut off hands, arms, and uh, destroy the head so as to prevent identification. Doctor, how big is the fist mark in his chest? About fist size. In his chest. (laughs) Sorry, I almost went Australian there for a second. Aye, how big is the fist mark? (laughs) 
It Actually, is about, it is about fist size. Yeah, a, yeah. Not, not really a particular. No, 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 no. It's just very big. Just regular fist. About the size of a fist. It's uh, not not any larger or smaller than uh, than average, which is uh, interesting. Right. Well, Did he have any opiates on him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is no. he full of candy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, afraid this man was beaten for all the delicious candy inside of him. Does he? I have thanatology, which is specifically the study of dead things. Mm-hmm. Can I use that to take a look at the body and see if there's anything I can figure out? Nope. Mm. What, what do you mean dead things specifically? Dead things. So like anything like... dead, from animates to vampires to just dead people. That's what it's all about. It's like what, what like a mortician would have. They wouldn't have medicine, they would have thanatology. It makes a lot of sense, because the mourner needs to, at a glance, be able to tell if somebody's going to reanimate. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Roll. <laughs> so, um, when determining the difficulty for thanatology skill rolls, the narrator should take into account the obscurity of the information sought, the references available, and the amount of time the character spends studying. What are you trying to look for, specifically? Um, I would, weird. <laughs> yeah, weird, basically. It's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, either something... Uh, I'm still suspicious of the vampire, mm-hmm. quite frankly. Um, or just to, you know... What you know was the cause of death the, the the hands being taken off was the cause of death the pummeling the face or here's or, yeah here's what it is I want to figure out was this person beaten to death or was all of that done after the fact to hide the identity Great question Do it Very clever I like it Give me a Pepsi in there oh. And uh, under the bench you'll find a Diet Coke Could you grab that bud Sure <laughs> And there's a bottle of Jack um, <laughs> in the store across the street <laughs> That's where I left it Nice. Alright. Yeah, it's under the it kind of near under the bench in a bag. Oh. Ordering people around to give me tea and stuff like that. And the soldiers barely listen to you at this point. They're not. They're not oh, even Willard's try- here. Hmm? Yeah, Willard here. Oh, Willard, Willard yeah. He gets Willard is going back and forth. Give me my blanket. Okay. Now take away the blanket. It's too hot. <laughs> Where are my bunny slippers? Bunny slippers. <laughs> Where's my ghoul slippers? <laughs> okay. All right. So, and there's Denzig there. Just wondering. So we have a body that we can't identify, belong to a person we don't know, everyone's accounted for, both guests, both soldiers, servants, and as well as the crew. Everyone's accounted for. So the only option is this man uh, was a stowaway, or mm. stowed away for a reason. reason. Mm-hmm. Now, if you would be so kind, he either came uh, along for the ride from your side or from my side. If my side, there was only two entry points that you did not land. That was our elevator mm-hmm. in the back elevator. How is the security in the in the storage locker? I look towards the body, look towards him, raise an eyebrow. Interesting use of that word. Mm-hmm. Uh, a liberal use of that word, I see. I uh, would suggest we look in the uh, storage component. We? This is an incident. This could be a British citizen that has been murdered on your ship. I would like to be part of this investigation. Thank, Thank you very much. Uh, 11 plus my what? Charm? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 15. No, it's not yeah. This is an incident on Prussian soil. It will be solved by the Prussian. If it is a British citizen, then we'll talk. For now, I'm just going to assume it is a Prussian soil. Away. 
Yes, I will assume that. Have a good night. I will try to have a good night unless I'm woken up without arms or legs and a head that's gone. Let's go, Willard. Willard, where are you going? I told you to get rid of that blanket five minutes ago, and now you're back with a blanket. What, what, where's your choice? Come on. <laughs> Doctor, do you smell that? It smells like a dead body and a vampire. Marcus gives a, uh, <clears throat> gives a look towards Danzig. Not it's fear. Mm. Yes, oh, I, I get that now. Let's go back into our secure room, huh? <laughs> Mary, secure! <laughs> <laughs> I, I stop and I turn towards Mora. Mora, you will be bunking in my room if that's okay. No. I require a guard for my room. One guard for the hallway. Thank you. I appreciate that. Going, yeah. <laughs> Shows me just putting a wreath of garlic around the guard's neck. <laughs> there it it's is like nobody. arriving at Hawaii. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but instead of a life. Instead of welcome to, life. welcome to my life. <laughs> uh, Moira's going to, uh, she's going to uh, put a hand on the doctor's shoulder as we're returning to our room. Ah! It's touching me. Oh, <laughs> hello? Yes. yes. The man was not beaten to death. Nor was he dismembered to death. All of that 14, happened. Um, going through his documents, trying to find a law also, that would allow him to help out. It might take a couple days. It might take a couple days. Yeah. Well, actually, no, because you have this killed. Uh, Dan's looking. It, yeah, he's looking. Look, you might not find him. The audio is picking up both of this, and we're not hearing anything. Oh, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. They're having a scene. The man was killed, and then was brutally beaten to make it look like he was killed to death. Killed until he died. Look, I'm a doctor, not a thanatologist, to clear what you are. Um... So, hmm, interesting. So we I have suspect a... he may have been smuggled here. Oh. Perhaps this was no. This person was no stowaway. He was luggage. Interesting. Well, no, no, that makes perfect sense with the thrust into the chest. What if there was something inside him? He literally was. I'm thinking out loud here, and that's never good for anybody. Um, but hmm, interesting. So we have a murder and an, um, multiple means of trying to cover it up. Interesting. Right, I'll be in my room. Don't come in without warning. Pass it. But <laughs> <laughs> right, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you guys. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm fine. But Byron is—he's—he's uh, he's not sleeping very well. Actually, he has Willard in his room. He's like, "Oh, what are we gonna do?" So it's like you're gonna be watching the door, and I need to catch a good twelve hours. Huh. All right, you'll get two, and you'll like it. <laughs> hey, you guys do anything last minute before we move? No. On? Okay. It's been a few hours. Morning. The morning light seems to shine through the windows. You hear the footsteps of the guard going back. Break. Break you. He always that in front of your door. <laughs> because he had more important oh, duties. We are <laughs> breaking your. <laughs> complimentary wake up call. Hello, this is the front desk. We break you now. <laughs> and it's the, the break of dawn. Ah! <laughs> oh, the breaks. All right. There's a bell. <laughs> As the 9, uh, 9 a.m. breakfast is ready. Breakfast? breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Your turn. <laughs> uh, Moira might see when uh, she wakes up early. Uh, of course she does. Yeah, of course she does. When she goes to Byron's room, uh, she, the only thing she finds is Willard sleeping on like the seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a rifle. like slung, He's like snuggling with a rifle. Byron's she gone. She kicks him. She kicks him. Ah, ah, what, what, what? I'm guarding the door. You're doing a poor job of it. Well, You've s- lost your master. I was sleeping. Where'd he go? 
Boy, get up. Find him. Okay, fine. Yes, now take yes. off all your clothes. Chop off your hands and feet and jump over the ice. <laughs> I'm not going to go through that trouble again. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. He's really the only way to get his attention. Yeah. Right. Uh, he, he will find Byron, like, uh, about, like, he, go, he goes. Moira's mounting the search as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find about Byron's actually, he's the first at the table, like, the, the meal table, mm-hmm. and he's going through just, he's just writing notes and just, like, doing, like, you know, looking through books and just mm-hmm. scribbling things down. And oh, Moira, thank goodness you're here. This breakfast is going to be served soon. You don't want to miss it. Okay. Start every morning. Now, the room is populated by, I'm going to say, about ten people. All of them with names and personalities. Of course they It's do. almost like they said murder mystery or something like that. <laughs> and basically, yeah, all these random people, uh, some men, some women, just standing around talking about, obviously, the murder that previously happened. Did you see the murder last night? <laughs> yeah. It was fantastic. Really dreadful. Really, you liked it. I thought it was a little trite. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where do you go from there? Uh, Byron's actually. Uh, whenever you guys want to show up to breakfast, yeah. that's he's actually kind of taking it. Is it one long table? Is it? Hmm? Is it one long table? Or are there separate tables that you can take? You can take separate tables. He's actually taking a table. Uh, yeah, he's near the window. And uh, he's just working on papers right now until Moira finds him. Mm-hmm. Working on work and trying to go through the treaties and mm-hmm. mumbling to himself. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's actually uh, about an hour later before breakfast is served. Well, actually, we'll throw 30 minutes or so. Uh, Denzik actually goes up into the dining room. Ladies and gentlemen, we have checked through every single section. Of this airship, and we have possibly found an area where this person is stored away. As for the attempted murder, we have no clues yet. But be assured, before we arrive, we'll find the killer, whoever it may be. Thank you. And he starts serving second breakfast. <laughs> yeah. So, what does the breakfast consist of? I'm curious about how the Prussians eat breakfast. Because, like, like uh, German food, sausages, yeah. and eggs, and all that fun, Gosh. unhealthy stuff. That's so, all like an Irish breakfast. Lots of beer. For it's German. Yeah. Lots of really good beer. Uh, Byron's having some toast mm-hmm. and cheese. Uh, yep. Marcus is uh, going to taste all of the doctor's food mm-hmm. and then wait yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, like, he's. Yeah, he's doing that. He's like, like you And then watch him. And second off, are he's also affected like, by poison or something like that? Uh, we are. We just. It just makes more sense because I can bounce back from it. He yeah. would just die. Okay. Uh, yeah. However, also, while, yeah, no, and while he's doing that, I, the doctor is actually taking small bits of food. He like brought like a couple of vials, and he's actually like, <laughs> and it's like a passenger. Like, mm-hmm. I'm testing for poison. I think we're all being poisoned. <laughs> 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 looks suspiciously down at her food. Sad. <laughs> The great color for those sausages. Bison. <laughs> 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 and it looks up at, 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 at Marcus like, still alive, I see. Mm. Well, as much as last time. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Does the vampire pokes him, come pokes him with a fork very lightly. Mm-hmm. Skin elasticity. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Goes back. Doing his very best to like, freak out any other the I think it was poison. Is They're it? saying the yes. food is poison. Does the vampire come down for breakfast? Of course he does. But he doesn't eat, he just stares. He just enjoying pleasant. He actually enjoying pleasant company with somebody else. Yeah. Uh, he actually uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then the doctor would like. That's, he's like he looks at him. You notice the vampire's not eating. He knows at the poison. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, actually, give me one quick second. I forgot to write something down. No seconds. No! Cool. All this talk about food you. makes me want more pizza. <laughs> All right. Poison. Who wants the poison pizza? Give me the poison Okay. Is that an extra topping you have to pay for, the poison of the pizza? Like, uh... No, Papa has a special, actually. Two large poison pizzas for ten ninety nine. Excellent, excellent. The jalapenos, pepperoni, and poison. All right. Now, do you want original-style poison or New York? <laughs> New York poison is particularly... Okay, yeah, you actually notice that the vampire is there, two soldiers behind him. He's talking politely to a woman. And the woman right next to right next to the woman is some very angry-looking man, obviously an older gentleman, probably forties, uh, uh, probably fifties or sixties. Uh, but his bearing obviously military type. Oh well, you know what? This is not. I'm not going to count on the Prussians on figuring this out. I'm standing up. I'm fixing my outfit. A mm-hmm. uh, very simple gown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm moving towards the. Uh, uh, the the elder the older gentleman who seems pissed, mm-hmm. and I'm actually bringing a beer to him. Okay, you've heard. Put the beer right in front I, of I, it's like, uh, Excuse me, sir. British <clears throat> or Prussian? Prussian, of course. Ah, my apologies, and please take this peace offering of a beer. Okay. He looks at his like ah, good brand, which I won't try to pronounce. No. <laughs> right. I must say, my uh, British constitution is not used to such a uh, powerful. Brew, but yes, uh, I am, I'm enjoying the aroma. It has a really good uh, after kick to it. Yes, yes, it's the kick that you makes you makes you strong. Your people not physically not that strong, but you know you have good invention. Hey, you know what? You you will be the strength, and we will be the sight. How about that? You know a bit to say about British? We can see in the dark. We eat all your carrots. Charm. Yeah. <laughs> sixteen. No, fourteen. Fourteen. The fuck, it's naked 16, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you're funny. Yeah, yeah I chuckle. And he's, he actually, his move seems to improve a little bit. Yeah, I, I take a seat next to him, and it's like, I don't believe we were uh, properly introduced. And, of course, I, I saw you last night when, uh, well, that horrifying experience occurred. Oh, yes. But I didn't think it was a time to introduce myself. I am Byron Clayton, ambassador of the British Isles. General Lars Hildebrand. Hildenbrand. Yes. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to do my uh, history. Uh, You can give me minuses, but my history, I'm trying to see if I know any battles he's uh, done. Minus two, you're going to be difficulty 14. That's understandable. Uh, uh, 12 starting out, plus intelligence. Mm -hmm. 14. Oh, exactly. On the side. Uh, Basically, yeah, he's been in uh, quite a few battles. Not necessarily against the British people, usually against... Oh, no, I'm I'm figuring, like, the animus. Oh, against animus he does, but he's... uh, Although he does fight enemies and everybody, but he's also done a lot of stuff against smaller countries that are trying to push into the Prussian Empire. Oh, yeah, you were a part of that uh, that force that uh, you you stopped the Papal State when they uh, overreached their hands uh, and tried yes. to push. The, that was a grand. Uh, you actually had a like maneuver named after you, if I'm so correct. Uh, yeah, the Hildebrand Strike. Yeah, that was fantastic. I learned about it when I was learning your uh, the Prussian language. Oh, you you know the language. A lot of British people when they come over, they don't bother. They are uh, everyone knows the rumor of the ugly British people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they say. You know, 
when we go to our class, uh, when I get to my class, my uh, a lot of them were learning Latin. But mm-hmm. I thought to myself, who speaks Latin these days? You know, the mm-hmm. aristocrats. And I'm not looking to impress them. I'm looking worldwide. So I chose, uh, there was a small class of people learning Prussian. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the one I actually went towards. I'm actually uh, decent at it. Uh, yes. I, I speak a few lines. But, um, okay. but, he starts trying to speak to you in just Ra- oh, just Rammstein lyrics. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 no, uh, <laughs> so what What brings you, uh, well, to other, what brought you to Britain? A visit, I mean, you fight against the people enough, you must, during a time of peace, it's best to get to know them a little bit. A uh, time know? of peace? I, uh, well, I, relative peace, relative peace. No, I would like to think this is the start of a beautiful relationship, my good friend. I mean, there is, no in this world, there's no thing as a beautiful relationship. There's only the eventual, he starts to the eventual decay of relationships. He looks towards his wife and is like, and who is this beautiful young thing? Do you want her to hear? Or? Yeah, of course. He, she stops during the vampire, looks at you, and looks at you. Oh, hello. I'm, uh, my name is Lisa Hildebrandt. Oh, Lisa. What a, a delightful name. Yes. I'm Byron Clayton, uh, ambassador to the British, uh, the United Kingdom. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just a humble wife to my my beautiful husband, the General Hildebrandt. Oh, beautiful and Many brilliant. Many have been bestowed upon. He's such a great... Oh, I, absolutely. I've actually read some about some of his uh, his actions. Uh, having a na- uh, an entire uh, army regiment named after mm-hmm. you is quite an impressive feat. I'm almost uh, ashamed to be here sharing a bear with him. <laughs> but uh, hopefully he'll forgive me for not having any military... Uh, uh, etiquette. Etiquette, yes. Well, it's understandable. Not everyone can be a soldier. Not, not everyone can, especially the British, am I right? <laughs> I slap him on the shoulder just and laugh. Especially <laughs> yeah. You uh, are a funny. Thank you, I don't try to take myself. I, I am very, I'm proud to be British. I think it's a wonderful island, but you know what? I am willing to look outside and realize that the other countries have their own brilliant merits, and I will give it to the Prussians. They know military might, and they know military intellect. And I raise my glass to that. And they must, I must say, they know how to pick wonderful, beautiful military wives. You actually notice the general's eyes twerk. Because he just had to deal with the vampire, and all of a sudden you're just rushing in. It's like, really? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you two are quite the pair. I mean, look at you. Brilliance, beauty combined together. Your children, your children will be a force to be reckoned with, am I right? They are, says Elise. They are. You have a, a boy, a girl? Vampire, actually. Boy and the girl. <laughs> 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 Boy and the girl. They're staying with the nanny in uh, Prussia as we visit the... Oh, that's the fantastic. Prussia. Because, you know, British, it's not the safest place sometimes. <laughs> of course not, especially... You have to think of family in these type of situations. Hey, if there's one thing I respect about the Prussian people is your dedication to your family and the generations that follow. Of course. Anyways, it was fantastic to meet both of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and go back to your conversations. I flick my eye towards uh, the vampire. Mm-hmm. And Vampire nods. All that jazz. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm standing up and I'm moving away. Okay. I'm just basically going, I'm trying to move down, uh, and I'm past Marcus and all them, and I'm mumbling, like, let's get to know the crew, please. I can't, I can't wine and dine everyone. Can you not terrify the people of poison? Well, they should be terrified. There's poison. Is there poison? Possibly. Moira just, <laughs> Moira just looks at you. I give you a shit. And, like, like, and just presses her mouth together. Mm-hmm. See, see, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> he takes a, takes a schnitzel and takes a big bite out of it. Everyone has to be safe now. <laughs> Moira, did you test that for food? Whatever that green stuff is. Don't worry. I'm here for you. And he takes a spoon and takes some of the green stuff. Does anyone else need any saving from... You, boy! What? You... 
looks in, you should probably try to make sure there's no poison in your master's food. He's 5 and 255 health. <laughs> 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 what? What's his name again? Wilson? No, no, Willard. Willard. Wait, are you 35? <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to say there's no kid there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Willard. Because... Yeah. Well, no, there's a, probably a kid's table. Yeah, the, and if there yeah. was a kid... Yeah, there's, there's, I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to say it off the bat. Mm-hmm. There's, sorry, there's ten people, ten guests. Mm-hmm. Th- that includes Denzig and Sophia. Mm-hmm. As well as the vampire and his two minders. And then five other people. Two of them, you already met the general and Lisa. And then there's, as far as you can tell, about possibly maybe ten soldiers. Mm-hmm. As well as crewmen. Well, a smaller number, maybe five. Oh. Okay, so uh, the Hildebrands, Danzig, mm-hmm. the vampire... Sophia. Sophia. And the two soldiers behind the vampire. Sophia is also military? Yes, security for Dandy. And uh, two vampire minders. Yes. Do they seem... uh, Do they seem uh, mind-controlled? Give me a witch roll. I would love to. Difficult... Because of the gas mask and everything, difficulty 16. Okie dokie. I assume because of the gas masks, we also can't be sure if they're the same minders from yesterday? You can't be sure of that either. Wait, they're wearing gas masks inside? The, yeah. Yeah. Pretty thing. Uh, that's a 10. What's it, what'd you say? 16. 16? Yeah, it's not going to You can't notice. You, you can't be sure. Yep. I mean, you can ask them, but it's up to you. <laughs> Excuse me. Are you mind controlled? <laughs> <laughs> answer honestly. <laughs> On a scale of one to the vampire owns my soul, how mind controlled are you? <laughs> If it, was a, if it was a choice of a vote in Tory, conservative, or vampire, where do you lean on that? Murder, Mary, or mind control? Vampire, Byron, and Dajink. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, Byron is going to move off to eat with Dajink and uh, Sophia. Danzig. Okay. I'm going to say, yeah, okay, so since everyone, I'm going to put it out there. You immediately notice uh, two other men and two other women. To, that you can talk to right away. I'm kind of... Byron kind of... As in, I don't want to do all the talking to yeah. the people mm-hmm. and be the guy. It's like, yeah, he's trying, He's pushing you guys to figure out as much as you know about everything. And we'll we'll convene a, an after dinner. Charm one. Are you sure you want me talking to people? I just want to do it for the experience... Like, the role-playing <laughs> experience. Yes, I want you to do I want that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. What blood type are you? <laughs> don't worry. I'll find out. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, Would you like to know? God. Marcus is, Marcus is uh, going to try to chat. He's going to look around uncomfortably and try to chat. So I've got, uh, I've got eight people so far, including the the vampire minders. You said there are ten. Yes. Wait, Wait. there should be. S- there's two. only three other. There's only three other guests other than the Hildebrand. You said two guys and a girl. Yeah, two, actually, two guys and a girl left. So I said, so how much is that? It's ten or eleven? That's eleven. Oh, eleven. Sorry. So two random guys and a girl. Yeah. So we have to figure out who there's one girl. I'm going to go towards uh, Marcus. Is going to go towards the girl. Okay. Which one? There's two of them. There's a... Uh, uh, yeah, there's a younger-looking woman. Hmm? Oh, go ahead. No, there's a younger-looking... Besides the... Lisa, no, fuck like, it. No, Marcus is impulsive. He's a Don Pierre. He's going to go over the guest. Star. He's going to go over to Sophia. He's going okay. to go over to Sophia. Okay. And he's going to try to... He's going to strike up a conversation concerning food. Okay. Because all cultures are alike in the fact that they... Their Eat culture food. is their food. Mm-hmm. Um... And so he's going to uh, ask about how to appropriately pre- how do you ever, uh, pronounce this? Because the the person who gave it to me said something really funny. It sounded, it sounded like they uh, they um, had marbles in their mouths or something. They said it was uh, it was uh, it was uh, something like a a, a, a wiener. 
dinner. I mean, I was just like, I was like, I was like, what, what did you say to her? Like, she said dinner over and over, and I'm thinking to myself, like, oh my god, is she Christian? She can't say this in an open area. So, 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 I'm, I'm wondering to myself now. This, uh, this brown thing here, is uh, some sort of uh, tastes like a uh, almost a meat from a, you know bygone days. Uh, and then it's got the thing that looks like potatoes, but I know it's not potatoes. Um, and then we've got the beans thing here, and I was just wondering how. He, and so he's going to try to uh, charm her that way. Now this is not going to work. Um, <laughs> Fourteen straight up, this is not going to work because I have a plus one to charm, but that's negated by my thick accent. Um, so and I don't know if charm is uh, charm is an attribute. So. Um, um, yeah, no, I guess that's it. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. Twelve. Fourteen! Nice. Woohoo! The proper, that is proper. Explanation. But like the British, we don't go into little giggles when we make a word that sounds like something else. But Fiener Schnitzel, come on! Carl, come on, you have to... Okay, I bet there's... You. How long have you been in London? Eh, long enough. Yeah, tell me about it. Terrible town, isn't it? Yes, terrible. Oh, Absolutely horrible. Oh, I can't mind. believe people live there. I, we should I, wipe I, it off the map. Yeah. Bar- that bar- was plan A. <laughs> yeah, barely, barely can live there, I'll tell you. And the reason is because of the food. I mean, even before the entire uh, animates thing, <laughs> the British were not known for their cuisine. Yeah. And so the fact that they even survive is, is, I mean, it's a testament to their strength, or at least their, you know, stubbornness. Yes. True. So, so, so there's got to be some British food. That's, have you heard of treacle? What? Treacle, treacle. I mean, uh, it's a, it's a, it's, oh, it's a dessert. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's like a solid, but it's also kind of like a liquid. It's what the doctor told me this one time. He said it defies the laws of physics because of how sweet it is and how silly its name is. Say it with the accent. I'm just curious. Treacle. Treacle. See, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't even sound bad. It's just a, it's just a, you know, it's a, it's already even in English. It sounds like a completely, you know, a daft word to say. So did you kill that boy? No, actually, now that now that uh, Marcus is actually uh, Marcus is actually uh, somebody took the bait. Marcus probably forgotten the whole work the room thing. He's just going to talk to Sophia. That's it. Okay. That's that's my declaration of intent. <laughs> Build rapport. Okay. So yeah, that's happening. Anybody else? The doctor should go next to uh, the, either one of like the, the remaining dudes that was uh, around. He's just like jump cut to Hindenburg. Sow. he's just like looking into their eyes. Like, just looking. Okay. Uh, so uh, one random dude. Yeah, just one. Ra- yeah, just one random dude. Okay. You see a person there. Like, Can I help you? I'm actually trying to help you. You see, the the effects of poison are first seen in in the the veins in the eyes starting to burst and red and blood going on. Don't blink. Don't blink. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So how long ago would you say you murdered the boy? <laughs> Charm of one, baby. <laughs> Are you accused by actually describe the guy that you're you're mugging? Uh, 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 long, younger looking gentleman. Uh, uh, brownish hair. Uh, yeah, brownish hair. Kind of tall. Just like she's, she's like I don't I don't I don't think I've, I'm I'm pretty sure I haven't killed anyone recently. Hmm. Would you mind repeating that statement while wearing this so I can measure your galvanic skin response? Uh, I am not gonna put that anywhere near my body. For all I know, you might be the killer. 
I might. <laughs> I very well might. Clever. Very clever. <laughs> top of my list. Top of my list. <laughs> right? Who's next for the Galvanic Skin Response Test? <laughs> Come right up. Step right up and I can prove your innocence. You can prove your innocence right here, right now. No? No takers? Suspicious. <laughs> Very suspicious. Next. <laughs> so how's Moira working the crowd? Because apparently that's the bar. Yeah. Oh, Moira. Yeah, fuck this order to work the room. Moira's just sitting there, just eating. And I'd like to imagine, you know, she'd probably attack, attract some attention yes. because... You actually do Prussia doesn't have mortars, right? No. So, like, there's someone's just staring at her, and she just, like, looks yeah. up. You have to know, it's a, it's a uh, older, like, a very young woman, probably 18, 19, with blondish hair. She's staring at you with a book in her head. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> that's, that's more of a space. She just, sta- like, stares at her, like, expecting the, like, whole, like, oh, intimidate people. And she sees the book, and she's like, back to back <laughs> She stares up there, like, hello? There. Hi, my, my name is Emile, and uh, and uh, <laughs> I'm such a fan. I mean, no, I know, I know, I know it's not supposed to be you, but like a lot of people, women in my circle know like that how he gets inspiration. Oliver gets his inspiration, and and your story really inspired me. I even made. Hey, but Myra, I'm going to be on top. Okay, you stay on the bottom, I'll be on top. Okay? I'm going to the top, you're used to the bottom, stay here. Thank you. The passion that you feel despite... Can you just walk you by? The passion that you two feel for each other, even though your ammonia is supposed to be cold as steel, but your heart breaks open. But I... I always thought there were some... I always thought some, there were some avenues... That he did, that this, that Oliver Wright never explored. And hey, Myra, like, like, <laughs> I've actually decided to stay inside. You know me. I prefer to be inside, inside and on top. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> there was actually some. There's a. There's something I was wondering because, like, you're not the writer, but you're since you're the inspired writer, you could give me because uh some of the my friends at, in, in Prussia, we uh like to uh. Imagine our own stories to add, add to it to really bring out the the oh the the, 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 the If you if you if you if you would please read it, please. I take it. Uh-huh. I put it on the table. Stab it, and then push it back towards her. <laughs> I imagine you slowly push it back. You hear the knife dragging on the table. <laughs> Actually, no. I'd imagine. Uh, I'd imagine the knife stays where it is, but it cuts the book perfectly <laughs> <we go>. in two. <laughs> She looks at it for a second, looks at you. It's just like stories. <laughs> she she takes out the knife. I know that you're hard outside, but when it comes to your love, it's all right. I, I have learned an interesting phrase from your culture. Yes. I will break you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You win the role play. <laughs> I'm good at it. Uh, Byron! And she just steps turns in your direction. Yes? Yes, yes. Like I was I was telling before she put a knife in the book, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a huge fan of who you are. Oh, thank you. In your stories. That Oliver, because we know that Oliver Wright is inspired by you. Oh, oh! Yes. 
Oh, no, I'm sorry. You've got this completely No, 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 no. It's, it's okay. We know the secret. We're, we don't tell anybody. It's among our group of friends. And we like to write our own stories inspired by the greatness of your work, of, of, of your stories. Do you, do you want to read, read a chapter? Like, it's, it's like expanding the world. Could you refill my juice, or is that not your function? <laughs> Basically asking, like, what do you, what do, you do here? Are you a servant? Hmm? No, no, no. I just, I just came to visit Britain. Oh, so you're rich. Well, I have the money. I mean, I have the entire, by the way, I have the entire collection of Oliver Wright's writings. And I just really, I really want to read this. Because I, I, I don't get the chance to... to please... Well, go ahead. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, 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 by all means. By all means, let's hear a chapter of your your novel. Yes, yes, okay, okay. (coughs) This is is around the middle of the book, so, all right. But I'm I'm still working on it. Mm -hmm. I want to really look for my stuff. Byron, I'm just going to call you by the real name instead of, like, the fake name, because we know, we know, right? So, Byron stares off into the distance, more off on her own adventure. And yet the need inside it's her him still grows. And there is a knock on the door. He slowly pushes through the door, opens it. Before him is Marcus. Marcus <laughs> is like behind you. What's she saying? Okay. I'm sorry. Byron doesn't get it. It's like, okay, Marcus is part of this. What is, does they he do. bring news? <laughs> is he here? They stare. Oh, There's they, a silence there. Finally, part of the For the moment has for the moment has moment has finally come. The, the, they have denied each other. For far too long. Well, hold on. Are you, are you <laughs> denied? Oh, no. Denied. What have you, where have they denied? Is there like a sheet? <laughs> they knew this moment would come. Byron prepares to speak, but Marcus puts a finger upon his mouth. Well, and speaks, I mean, no start. time for words. The moment has come. Oh, I'm so sorry. Could you pause for one second? Yes. Uh, let me see that book. I have yeah, one point. Here you go. I just <laughs> drop it in my bear and watch it burn. <laughs> but then I take out like my, my lighter and just... <laughs> <laughs> Allow me to tell you the true story of Byron and Moira. And everybody, please, I, apparently there's a Prussian version of this, so I think we all should get around. Uh, who here has listened to the story of Nora and uh, her, her pledge, uh, Tyron? Almost everyone raises their hands. Let me tell you the real story. This is a, fan- this is a fantastic story. The doctor's like, oh, I've, I've heard this one, I've heard this one, it's very good. <laughs> that story... Starts out like this. Mora, or Nora, was married to Tyron's brother, and they were in love dearly. Now, Tyron, at the time, had a horrible case of syphilis. Uh, While, uh, just one second, while this is happening, since Billy has everyone captivated, uh, Marcus is going to motion to Moira that he's, uh, and to the doctor, that he's going to go take a look around while Mm -hmm. most important people are here. Yes. Especially Zangief. (laughs) <laughs> Tyron had a horrible case of syphilis mm-hmm. and when his brother died the most noble of death Byron was so struck with grief he pissed himself daily <laughs> that's very important <laughs> Moira or I'm sorry Nora looked upon him with pity and a horrible writer took her pity and made an erotica <laughs> section story about it in truth Tyron I'm just going to say Byron, because it is referring to me, can't get it up without, well, the use of several electrodes, thus the doctor being here, and, well, a multitude of drugs. He's a pitiful man who is followed 
by a wonderful woman, and we should respect her by never repeating this story again. Uh, what's your name again, ma'am? Amelia. Amelia, that is the true story. There is no love here. There is no passion. What truth is, she is stuck following a sad man who is not even a pale comparison to a brother that was lost. Fact is really better than fiction. Yeah, the doctor's so romantic. Stands up and just moves off. And, uh, I need rights again. She just dashes off. I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just inspired even more fan fiction. <laughs> The peep, the person left. There's a doctor. The uh, the other woman's a doctor that she that helped with the body, and yeah, there's the one guy. And there's one more person left. Uh, uh, older gentleman, hotty looking, has a hotty look of himself. Just he's barely eating the food, which is obviously expensive food. Like, ugh, ugh. Yeah, yeah, the doctor. Doctor sits next to the doctor, glances off at the guy, barely in the smart man, probably poisoned. No, medicine, <laughs> science. <laughs> Do you science often? <laughs> Is there a particular reason you're talking to me? Well, I figure you're one of the few people here who might actually... Uh... Look at this! I know. This pathetic... They call this broccoli. One of the few things that can grow properly in Prussia. And they can't even do it right. What can I say? They're clearly trying they... to kill us all. Yeah, the, the broccoli actually hits women. Yeah. Well, they're clearly trying to kill us all, that's why. It's like fresh food! <laughs> Uh, it's probably you're probably right. I mean, uh, man, me come from a beautiful line, and this, this, this I asked for medium. This is medium with a hint of well done. <laughs> That's just it's horrible. Clearly, you are clearly the main target here. I think I believe you. You may be next. Give me a charm roll. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven, because I like that. Eleven. <laughs> You believe so? They're after me? They very well could be, clearly. I mean, they're treating you like cattle. I mean, yeah. they're just uh, they're, they're now serving you this slop, which is... Of again, course. Have I, I should have known. When my family brought me here and said it would be good for me for my temperament, I thought to themselves, there must be another alternative. They must have sent assassins against me. Exactly. I've known all along. Thank you. Who are you? Dr. Israel. Dr. Israel. So you have, uh, you have education. So you yes. have a step above. Exactly. I am Han Gordon. Nobility. Excellent. Good. And I love your British people. You wait, know how wait, to treat... Wait, hold on, hold on. Is this the doctor he's talking to? No, no, no. the doctor. What? Oh, he's talking to... This no, 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 no. He's talking no, to the, the other guy. The, the, the noble. Okay. The noble. It's like, I am hand-gold nobility. I love the British people. They know how to treat nobility here. We do, definitely. Back in the home country, if you don't enter the military, they look down upon you. That's just... Pathetic. It's, 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 it is it's, our blood that makes us great. Exactly. Not accomplishments. Exactly. And, I'd be, and I would be so very glad to test that blood later for any poisonous... No. Just, no, just poisonous that may be inside it to, in order to ensure the, 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 your continued uh, survival. Wait, you're trying to check my purity? No, 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 not your purity. The purity, in case there is poison. If they are, in fact, trying to, to kill you, it may well already be inside you. I've been poisoned. I suspect so. Do what you need to do, Doctor. We'll right. discover this. I will discover this. Excellent! Full set up. A <laughs> syringe from nowhere. <laughs> Where'd you get that? Ah! So much blood. <laughs> Reminds me of the ball. <laughs> the same exact happened to Lord Peffington. Okay. <laughs> that cheating bastard. I knew he was cheating at peacock fight. Um, <clears throat> oh. Yeah, we're just talking as okay. he's sneaking off. Sorry, did um, did the doctor just withdraw a, 
a vial of blood in front of the vampire. Yes. Yes, he did. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yep. Marcus isn't there. <laughs> I'm just saying. The second Marcus leaves and the door shuts, Israel's like, right, everyone pull out your veins. Put your blood all on the table. <laughs> all the blood. Okay. The only, <laughs> the only people we haven't talked to is uh, the doctor. Mm-hmm. The field doctor and the vampire. Fuck it, I'll take a... Uh, yeah, you should, you should stop making me talk. <laughs> I'm, uh, You've done well! Sure, sure. I'm gonna, uh, I will finish this off quickly for Marcus, That's because I'm curious what he finds. Uh, I'm going to the doctor. What does she look like and all that jazz? Uh, uh, about five foot... Very short woman, about five foot uh, woman, redhead, glasses. Not her. Uh, I sit down. <laughs> so short. I mean, just pitiful, really. Tiny, like tiny. very stern look on her face. She walks up. <laughs> to her. Oh, she is her. I, I take a seat. She's next empty her. inside, like she's lived with somebody for so many years and just can't stand. She's her. looking at you, and every word you speak, she's editing it in her head <laughs> and she's correcting it. With her <laughs> I take a seat and I stare. <laughs> I married her. <laughs> you know, I take a seat and I'm uh, I'm actually just staring straight ahead, like you know she is, mm. and I'm trying to mimic that uh, stern. Uh, Face and then I'm leaning to the side and it's like, what are we glaring at? What? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were glaring at something. I was joining you. I mean, you're the educated, the edu- educated one here. Mm-hmm. I figured you would be. Uh, I'm sorry. It was something on your mind. The body, of course. What else would be on your mind at the current moment? Oh, the body, as in general. Are you thinking about the human body, its form, its physique? The dead body, you idiot. Ah, I'm an idiot. Okay, so we've we've already come up to that conclusion together. <laughs> so I am curious. What what was it about the body that you uh, found? Transfixing the missing hands, legs, and pulped head, perhaps. Oh, you find that fascinating? Well, I figured we already figured that out. I mean, clearly the man didn't want to be uh, whoever killed him didn't want him identified, so they cut off his legs, his arms, mm-hmm. his head, and now he's just a horse. The only way we could possibly figure out who it was if there's a way to read what his blood is, and that, of course, is if we actually had his blood on storage previously to his death and had it to an appropriate file, mm-hmm. all that jazz. But I don't think we did that. Right, so we could get a sample of his blood, but with nothing to compare it against. So, did you find any irregularities about it? My, my physician found that he had his, his ribs were cracked, Yes, all that jazz. Uh, we tested his blood, he had no narcotics in the system or anything of the sort. He was just a regular old human person. That's... But he was... Ki- what about the uh, sheet that he was uh, thrown in on? Bedcloth. Bedcloth? Bed. Yes. From the servants' quarters? I mean, my bedcloth is is actually a fine cotton. Mm-hmm. I doubt you do that for the noble, like the, the normal workers who work the coal mines or whatever. Correct. You do. So the sheets were fine cloth. So it was from one of our rooms, possibly, or from storage. Ah, and where is storage at? It's in the back. Oh, thank the, you so much. Seriously. I'm sorry. What is your name? Hmm? Amelia. 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 I the last Estimates. name. There we go. <laughs> Amelia Kaufman. Oh, Dr. Kaufman. Is that Dr. Kaufman? Yes. I prefer to use your professional title because you have earned it. Give me a roll. 18. Uh, I'll be using, uh, yeah. Bedroom eyes. <laughs> actually 16, I saw Uh, 14 plus, yep, 18 she on the doctor. for a second. He's like, yes. Yes, I did. And how many, uh, how many years did you go to college for? Uh, university for? Hmm? 
Uh, well, well, it's a military title. I mean, I know mm-hmm. the pressure. Well, naturally, I, I did co- as a combat medic, and then I moved on from there to university. I did four years uh, undergraduate, four years graduate, and then uh, I actually pursued my PhD. In, and then she lists off a bunch of times you have no idea what she's talking I'm about. I'm just nodding my head, <laughs> and absolutely, you know, my eyes, my expressive eye are reading. I'm interested in her mind saying, I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> my doctor, he's actually, a, I'm actually oh. a fan of, I mean, I'll be honest, you, I think the most important part about a person is knowing their limitations. And unfortunately, I'm just not good about memorizing bones and muscle. And that, but I've always been fascinating with the human body itself, the medical sciences. I mean, that's why I made sure to be around the doctor. Doctor, poison! Yeah, meanwhile, the doctor's over there. Like, he's like squirting blood in the air. Look at the way it flows. Yeah. I'm going to need some more. <laughs> I, I, I look at him, kind of rubbing the my vampire, face. The vampire's controlling himself, but he's kind of licking his lips right now. Yeah. I'm Excellent. kind of rubbing my face yeah. and just looking back towards <laughs> yeah. her and forcing a great. And he's actually a fascinating scientist. Uh, he's mm-hmm. one of the best in Britain, uh, and uh, I've, I, I think you should actually talk sometime, but perhaps share some theories. Or, really? I mean, an interesting conversation. It would be a fascinating conversation, because I've heard that the Prussian people, I mean, uh, British. Uh, what is your opinion between British medicine and Prussian medicine? I, I heard, and this is, of course, slave towards Britain is why you have the military might. No one competes with British ingenuity when it comes to medical science. That sadly is somewhat true. Bang. But <laughs> the truth is, let's just say the British people tend to go down avenues that the Prussians have learned long ago not to go down. It will be to the British people eventual detriment. For example, the Thorps are common example. Thropes, yes. Thropes, yes. I ran Thropes, into some. Thropes, whatever yeah. they're called. Oh, uh, yes, they attacked our train just mm-hmm. uh, a few days ago. I actually survived an encounter with really? one. Really? I tapped my I think uh, they're almost impossible to kill. Uh, not the ones that I face, my dear. Ha-ha. <laughs> well, actually, it was not me. I, I, I did the appropriate thing and ran, but it caught me, and it mm-hmm. threw me around, but uh, I'm quick on my feet. Oh, cool. And, uh... Anyways, I'm sorry. You're enjoying your meal. I'm sure you're still thinking about the investigation. Uh, but anyways, it was delightful talking to you. And perhaps we can continue it tonight. Tonight? I am curious myself. Uh, Don't you get expressive eyes when you do this one? Mm-hmm. Can I give... Uh, well, I could. My expressive eyes, I can convey with, like, a roll. Uh, if, like, I'm inter- I, like, if I did, like, I want to have sex with you and I'm conveying that, mm-hmm. I have to roll to say if she gets that and like understanding of, like, hey, she wants to have sex with me. The, but that doesn't mean I succeed. It could still be, like, you're a pig. I, yeah, no, I just bring it up because there's a language barrier. So I would imagine that expressive eyes might help in this situation. I don't know what the rules of expressive eyes are, mm-hmm. So, like, you know, you say, you know, if you if you blunder through this with like I want in das Sexen mm-hmm. and she was just like hmm but if you give her those like you know like very white eyes yeah you know the I white dim yeah. uh, this is thirteen seventeen with my expressive eyes I have a how about this my expressive eyes aren't saying I'm looking for sex or anything like that hound <laughs> dog is my expressive eyes are just I'm interested in this conversation. Can you re-roll because is she on the nobles level? I'm sorry, not nobles. Oh, she's she's not an aristocrat. She is not an aristocrat. Yes. Yeah, we have to establish pretty quickly, like because we're not in London anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, like, how far that will go in Prussia? Uh, Thirteen, seventeen again. (laughs) (laughs) 
I have to do my hair. Uh, <laughs> well, I was close. She's interested. Now she's interested, but she's busy. There has been a murder yeah. that happened. So she's that's that's. It's as a, soon as she's like, "Oh, there's been a murder," I'm like, oh, "Of course, no, of course." I'm, I was just mostly interested in you know just hearing your theories. Honestly, I just don't want to be alone with a murderer on the loose. But mm-hmm. uh, it was fantastic talking to you. And if you ever change your mind, please come by. I'm actually having scones at uh, six o'clock. It's a, a British tradition. Mm-hmm. Thank you and have a good day. And uh, doc. Stop squirting the blood, Doctor. <laughs> it's little creepy. Right Doctor actually, <laughs> Doctor actually has tied a string to the uh, to the syringe. He's like spinning around. See, it's, it's kind of like a centrifuge. Yeah. <laughs> if you spin it around, the poison particles will, will actually naturally separate from it. Finally, Give last thing. Whoever's yeah. keeping her eye on the vampire. Give me a coordination roll. <laughs> oh boy. Difficulty sixteen. <laughs> All right, here we go. And ten plus. Nope, I got thirteen. You ex- as you're twirling around, the string slips out of your finger. Of course it does. And it hits uh, one, two, three, four. I'm not in the room. Yeah. One, oh, two, then three. the doctor. Hmm? Then the other doctor. Then <laughs> the one that you're talking about. Fine. Yeah. As, as you're talking, <coughs> a vial of blood hits her in the back of the head. It's putting blood everywhere. Oh. I, uh, I'm sorry about that. It's all right. I'm almost certain it's not poisoned. You see her hand go up and get a piece of glass from her neck. Oh. Are you all right? What? Oh, you're right. I no, that's because you changed your accent for a second. I thought you were talking to me. No, no. Uh, okay, oh, sorry. you're right. Okay. Yeah, uh, uh, that was your doctor friend, huh? He's a little bit on the uh, British <laughs> side yes. of things. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I, I need to go get cleaned up right now. Uh, excuse I, me. I offer her my handkerchief and say, she "Of course." Takes it. She just kind of dabs. I'm fairly certain there was no poison in that one. <laughs> I'm going to need more of your blood. <laughs> He's like pale. <laughs> okay, last thing we're going to do before we give it to Marcus. I want, I want to know what the vampire's reaction was to blood being thrown Ooh, and a wound being opened. That's a good one. I'm going to say it. He's better. I'm going to give him 12. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, I'm not sure whether she's disappointed or not. No, 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 I mean, it's always she's, he's holding it as, but he's, he's good. Maura, you'll be horrified. You're like, oh, God, he's not rampaging. Good. Everything's, and then you see Byron just with a shit eating get walking towards the vampire. Mm-hmm. Hello. Good day. Good day, and indeed, I'm surprised you are out and about during the day. Well, the makeup helps. Of course it does. I don't believe I caught a name to call you. Uh, my apologies. Victor Lawrence Albert Donovan. Victor. Victor uh, Lawrence Albert. I think when I first met him, would he would he have used that name? He didn't really have a name. No. Well, but we have, we have referred to himself as to himself as anything like. Hmm? Yes, because he was a big fan of urban leg- of like legend and stuff like that. Yeah. He, so he decided to go with the generic Vlad. Okay. okay. So okay. So that's not okay. Got it. Got Was it. it Victor? Victor Lawrence Alaric Donovan. Oh, what's that? Yeah, me. And you, you just got it from free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Victor, is it? I am. Yes. I am Byron, uh, Ambassador Clayton, to the mm-hmm. British United Kingdoms. I must say, I'm surprised that they would allow you onto this uh, trip. Uh, well, I am useful, as they say. Some say. Yeah, it depends on the situation. Perhaps I was perhaps a British citizen who acquired some secrets from a British people and are praying to sell it to certain Prussian agents, making me a very useful individual. 
And I'm just gonna fucking tell you that <laughs> shit. Because of a vampire. That's how protected I am. Yes. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Snowden had to run, bitch. <laughs> That's now, now, usually in this supposition, we have intrigue where we try to guess the other questions, but it's been a hell of a day. There's been a murder, some poor innocent soul dead. I might as well just get this out of the way quickly, yes? Oh, absolutely. I have no interest in with arguing with what amounts to the British citizen as a stone wall. <laughs> True enough. So allow me to treat you like such thing. Mm-hmm. I do not understand why the Prussian people would limit themselves to working with the undead, nor do I understand why they would trust whatever oh, information... Oh, they don't trust me. But my... Let's just say I have very good references. References? <laughs> Indeed, sir. <so. laughs> and my... Basically, my... Source... My sources are always good. My information is always good. I see. Mm-hmm. I take it this means you'll be not returning to... United Kingdom anytime soon, once you get to the Prussian Empire. Maybe, maybe not. Things may change. Don't have them change. Stay where you are when you land in Prussia, and you can be their little dark secret. We've got plenty of your kind, and we have plenty of ways to get rid of you. White Red appears behind his shoulder. <laughs> I do not like, yeah, I do not like <laughs> yeah. vampires. I've dealt with several of them before. Yes. And I'm still around, and they're not. I'm shaking with fear. Just gives you a smile. Bangs glistening in the sunlight. I give him a shit-eating grin. <laughs> I'm sure you are. You have a good day, sir. Mm-hmm. And I walk away. Shaking my boots. Why are you scared me? And I'm done. So I'm just like... You try to flip the table, but it's heavy. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't do... I, I'm not doing so well. Yeah, as Byron is walking away, uh, the doctor kind of like... Comes up like semi close to the mountain. That was not within like like touching range. And he's like, you know, sort of like Doctor, it's that one so is long. not for you to play with. I, not that. Not Doctor. That one. No. I promise, I have no interest in him. He's just some noble, some opium later. Although it's been a few days, so he might be trying to quit. Stop that. Stop. Such Stop. A, he's so strong. Stop it. So no, strong. not that one. Doc, you not that one? Not that one. And not then sit down no. and have a seat. I just want to talk. No. <sighs> just a word. I mean, I have two guards right here. I couldn't possibly do anything to you. Right. Two guards. We probably obey your every word and command. And I assure you that is quite impossible. Soldier, he's afraid I've taken command of you. Could you please show him? You see, like, so one of the soldiers, like, takes hand... That's so he takes off his gas mask. His eyes are sewn shut. Wow. Hmm. The Prussians, when it comes to vampire guards, well, they're very thorough. Interesting. Of course, his other hands and senses are enhanced to quite a degree. It's quite fascinating. I might do more research at some point. Stop researching on people. That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> now, you were having a... You want to talk? Oh, wait, I want to talk to you. Yeah, yes, you, you want to talk to me. I want nothing to do with you. You sure? Yes. How's our experiment going? It's none of your business. It's not our experiment. He's a person. <laughs> you not. Really? You even say that. He's a person? <laughs> he's a, he's I could say it's, I, I more consider it our child. You know, I created that part of it, just, and you finished the job. Just, not, In one of your moments of madness, I believe it was called? I prefer to call it moment of inspiration. 
which you don't remember, and you probably, as I recall, you were because I was near the end. I was coming in. You were screaming maniacally at the time as you were complaining. I, I screaming something. It was like. This is my greatest invention! Ah! Oh, please, that's, that's any given Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yes, he, he is not an experiment. And if he, if he was, the experiment is over, he's a success, and it's done. The experiment is not quite over. He is not quite complete. Is he the reason you're here? Yes and no. Yes well, and mostly yes. Doctor... I could manipulate things. I could say numerous things, but I'm not going to. Because I know your nature. Your urge to experiment. To improve. Just like me. I'm instead going to give you a gift. He goes into his pocket, takes out a syringe, and places it on the table. Immediately dies straight to it and goes... I've discovered that... That there be that things are always a bit more complicated than understand. The battles within people are very interesting, very fulfilling to watch. Doctor, let taste what's in here. What's necessary? You can test it if you want. I intend to. Indeed. <laughs> and one of these days, if you want to discover, go to the next stage of the experiment. Give it to Marcus. But that will be your choice, not mine. He sort of puts the uh, thing over the, the, the syringe away in his coat with syringe <laughs> holders. Yes, it's the doctor, of course. No, his coat has syringe. Day. Okay. Yes, and uh, I. Did you kill that man? No. I hate it when I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> You know as well as I do, Doctor, if I kill that man, he will be old without me on the ground by now. I don't make mistakes like that. No, you make different kinds of mistakes. Oof. What? Raise your voice. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I don't make mistakes. The Doctor just like sense of power. You make different kinds of mistakes. And he's just <laughs> off. Good day, sir. <laughs> I said science! <laughs> <laughs> so what is Marcus up to? Guys, he's getting beat up by guards. Okay. <laughs> thank you! Thank you! I just wanted to know whether Lou was! <laughs> you found Lou. He's following your tongue. <laughs> uh, yeah, so with uh, with uh, Siegfried, or whatever the hell his name is, mm-hmm. um, and uh, other people all occupied by... Uh, Wayne Byron started his uh, oration. Mm-hmm. Marcus was going to sneak out and look for things. Where exactly in the map? Oh, right. There's a map. Yep. Are you going? Fuck yeah, map. I'm going to go to... Uh, storage. Storage. You want to sneak off into storage? Uh, yeah. Okay. Give me a... Shadow Shadow roll. Yes. Shadow roll. 20. Nice. Actually, yeah, you actually go past some guards. You actually, yeah, you know, it's, uh, go actually past a few guards. Mm-hmm. Some of them go through their weekly morning prayer. Break you, break you, And you slowly head towards the back, towards storage. And in storage, there's just random. Like, there's luggage. Actually, I'm going to say this. This is obviously a military ship. Mm-hmm. That was 
at least that section that you were in was transformed for guests. Mm-hmm. But the rush ship is more like just gunmetal gray. And as you go towards that bottom section, mm-hmm. you notice this. You can notice that that bottom section right there mm-hmm. that says classified, classified, mm-hmm. is <laughs> because it's double Very classified. Very subtly. Yes. Yep. Uh, basically, that obviously opens up. And you look around, you so notice these huge things that you can only assume are bombs. Bombs? Yes. And as you keep going through towards the back, it's a larger chamber, more mm-hmm. bombs and storage. Mm-hmm. Because bombs, mm-hmm. and then often another corner, like just yeah, yes. just like storage for like other stuff, like f- spare food and stuff like that, as well as the luggage for the people in the compartment. Okay, the luggage is probably what I'm going to be yeah. looking at because Marcus is no no stranger to the idea of stowaway. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably s- uh, snuck onto a couple of fishing vessels and things like that in Ireland, mm-hmm. um, and trains, planes, and automobiles. Uh, so he's gonna I'm gonna rifle around in the uh, the luggage looking for anything. Out of the ordinary, because I don't know about the feather. Mm-hmm. I have no idea of looking for anything aviary. Um, oh, so. I'm sorry. I would have definitely told people about the feather, like mm-hmm. our group. I would have said, like, yeah, I found this thing. Oh, okay. I wouldn't have kept that secret. I mean, mm-hmm. I, no, I wouldn't. I'm not telling the Prussians because I don't trust them. But yeah. anything that I found, I gave you a full recount. That's right, because that happened last night. So yeah, you totally could have just been like, yeah, yeah. By the way, feather, going to sleep now. Yeah. Everyone's like, really? Just that's it. Mic yeah. drop. I found. <laughs> yeah, I found a feather. That's as good as I could find that. Okay. So, I, I just yeah. Wanted, yeah, I should make that clear. I'll, I'm gonna look for a bird cage or something, something that would be indicative of a pet of a pet bird, a uh, yeah. pet raven or something. Peacock. Uh, so that's a fifteen uh, plus uh, wit. So that's uh, eighteen, nineteen. You don't notice a bird cage or anything like that, but you do notice another black feather. That's uh, what you can assume seems to be a box of something. A box, which you, upon closer examination, knows the back of the box is broken. Oh, to- a massive box. Totally gonna look around in the massive box. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Open. <laughs> <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. That's 2013, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a very spacious box. Um, uh, yeah, gonna open up the uh, gonna open up the box. Um, look around inside. What's in it? Okay. You notice immediately there is four human-shaped, not human, uh, human-sized. Like, actually, larger than a human tubes with broken glass inside of it. Okay, what the fuck did you just find? Mm-hmm. Oh, Marcus. And then you hear something in the distance. Oh. Hey! No. <laughs> no, 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 nothing like that. Ball game, probably. Uh, actually, I'm going to rechange this. Right, Marcus is going to grab some of the broken glass mm-hmm. and throw it into his pouch. Mm-hmm. Uh, little... Often, since you actually have And then through his pouch. Eric, where are you? Gunter, uh, how you doing? Come back here. We need to talk. Eric, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. What, what's this about? It's like, uh, Wilfrank, what are you doing here, too? And then you start hearing rustling. Oh, I'm totally gonna go check that shit out. Right. A fight! Oh, this is the best storage compartment mm-hmm. ever! Actually, no, there's. Actually, you know what? Let me, let me yeah. rephrase that. It's like, uh, yeah, he's like, Gunter, what, what are you talking about? And then, yeah. A terse conversation! Yeah. This is the best storage area yeah. ever! Alright. Yeah, I better go uh, check it out. Okay. Um, so, if only we could get some of the other characters in on this shit. Oh, but nope. they had the fun of talking. Yeah, 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 we had to talk. <laughs> so basically, we had to meet fangirls, so you can go <laughs> listen to intrigue conversations. Fair enough. All right. So, as you all, you see very two very large, obviously military German people, mm-hmm. and you see uh, wait, one you assume is Heinrich, one you assume is Gunter, mm-hmm. and there's Heinrich. The Heinrich, who, who you, because you heard I got some voice, uh-huh. goes like, hey, Gunther, Gunther, come, come here, come here. Uh, 
we need to have a conversation. Uh, there needs to be some things as he's just talking. Are they speaking on, in English or German? Hmm? Oh, that's that a good is a very good question. point. They're speaking in German. Oh, then yeah, they, I just know they, I, they're having a conversation. I'm so sorry. No, no, it no, makes no, perfect that's sense. Great. It makes I mean, sense. Indiana Jones, they would be speaking any. Oh, not India. I feel uh-huh. good about that. But other places, they would speak in English. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They're probably, in, with each other, they'd probably speak German. So I'm just going to say that I pick up the names, mm-hmm. and then they start talking. All right. So they're motioning towards each other. Okay. I don't have empathy or anything, so I, I don't have any way to. Uh, I'm just going to wait till something happens. Okay. And, so, and then basically, they start talking for a few minutes, and you see um, one of them goes to the back. And and just basically way uh, motions his, his the other one to like goes to the door and just mm-hmm. me opens it mm-hmm. and standing there mm-hmm. is this tall you can assume like six foot two six foot three creature oh. Al- almost humanoid but its skin it's it's almost bird like in shape okay uh, with skin skin covered in black feathers except for his hands with three claws uh-huh. that are like almost like a chicken. Okay. Its head, its head is almost bestial with a beak. Mm-hmm. And before the German, other German guy could think anything, the the one that opened the door is not surprised. Interesting. But the one that looks at the German guy is like, "What?" And be, before you can look, that both claw hands are in his shoulders. Yep. And, it, and basically, the beak immediately goes straight into the eye. Oh. And and it's basically you see you can almost feel like the, see the muscles on the side and it goes <laughs> opens the beak. Yes. Destroying the skull. Destroying the skull. Badass. And then immediately <laughs> starts. Goes into the brain and starts chewing it. Does the same to the other side, snaps it open, eats the rest of the brain. And just as it's, as it's chewing it down, the head now lifeless. As it's chewing this gun, you start hearing almost like a chant coming from See, think, see, think, see, think, see, think, over and over again. And the same chant is coming from the other German. And all of a sudden you see, it's almost like the, the body of the raven thing seems to just mold and change. Okay. And shift until the only thing left is the guy that just got killed. And immediately you see the the now naked uh, other German starts gets a grabs a knife and starts chopping up the hands, the legs, and bashing the head. And then they both drag the body away. So that happened. Marcus and Marcus is going to take off, and then he thinks for a second. Rolls his eyes and uh, goes over to the smear of blood, and mm-hmm. takes a taste of it. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. Might be useful later. Okay. Um, I don't have that funky power thing because mm-hmm. I would wrap this whole thing up <laughs> way too quickly. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was, yeah, no, no. I was, I was thinking about getting that power when we started the game. I was like, no, I still can't justify getting a power that lets you know everything about a person by tasting a drop of blood. It is just way too much information. Uh, okay, but might be useful later. And then Marcus is going to get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bird monster <laughs> that turns into people. That eats people's brain like... <laughs> exactly. It's like a newborn baby. Just yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 Alright, so yeah. No, I run back. I run back. Quietly. Skimper. 